0: doctors take field of greens for their own health here's dr ryan green to explain
1: we're like you too much fast food not enough exercise that's why i take field of greens the fruits and vegetables in field of greens support my heart lungs kidneys and metabolism for weight loss and field of greens promises your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. Get 15% off with promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. That's promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. what's <laughs> Let's get into it. I'm streaming. I'm recording. Everything's sending out the data. Uh... Ringstream's streams access to your facebook account will expire soon don't know what that means i'll look into that after the show but we're streaming we're going we're beautiful we're going and let's get the show on the road as as it always is uh ring post radio nights baby let's get into it
0: it still it still like goes away sometimes right here
1: Relaxing host at the I evening. had no idea we're live. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was just playing smooth jazz for nothing?
0: That's something you do. <laughs> <laughs> that, is something think... do. that is something
1: I do. That is something I do. That is accurate. That is for sure accurate. But here tonight, we got a nice, nice Jack and Coke. No, no wine tonight. No wine tonight for ye old Ryan Knightsey. But uh I'm going Jack and Coke and a glass of ice. Uh so I'm I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying myself quite well tonight. But I hope we, we can have you all at home can have an enjoyable night uh for Ring Post Radio Nights. It's the Ring Post Radio Nights do Oh wait, I'm getting rocky, it's smooth jazz. Dee 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 Ring Post Radio Do the Ring Post Radio Nights is happening for you right now, ow. any thoughts scotty i don't
0: know i having (laughs) myself a day man (laughs) (laughs) like i i i i was i looked at the clock i was like frick now i have to go record a show i have to i have to get myself in the mental uh mindset to record a show and talk about a show that i just want to burn to the ground (laughs)
1: Oh man, not this
0: show! I don't want to burn this show to the ground.
1: Oh, I know what show. I've been seeing you tweet about it all day. Oh, yeah, I've really, been, I've, I've I've been going through it. <laughs> um,
0: but you know, we have a lot to talk about. You know, we have to talk about Survivor Series. Is oh, that the
1: name of it? Is it officially Survivor Series War Games? That's correct. According to all of their stuff, they're they're listing it as Survivor Series War Games. So yeah, that's that's what it's gonna be. Do you think All they're right. gonna have? Do you think they're gonna have someone say war games like that? I feel like they're too. They late. had Butch do it? Oh, yeah, I, I guess that's close enough. And he's England. He's English. I guess that's close enough. He's uh, the op.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, no, we got, we got a show tonight for you. Uh, we're talking Survivor Series, previewing that show. That's gonna be happening, of course this saturday um we're also gonna be talking about uh new japan and stardom had their crossover show the crossover bougie road event called historic crossover uh this morning really um we're also going to talk about impact overdrive another impact plus pay-per-view to sort of get continue the pulse of impact seeing uh how you and i are sort of vibing with it sort of feeling it out uh, as it were um, yeah, I got a
0: fun, I got a fun story to tell you about that later.
1: Ooh, that's a little tease, a little, a little topic tease for the audience at home. Uh, but of course, we got to start off with a little news, a little news for the evening. Um, and I think the only news that is worth really starting off the show is that f- during historic crossover during new japan startups historic crossover event following the iwgp u.s title match will osprey and the rest of the united empire are, are are celebrating and then out of nowhere the lights go out um and a video comes on the screen Gina- dynamic dynamic huge <laughs> pop <laughs> from the crowd from the tokyo crowd as kenny omega was on the screen and it is officially set for wrestle Kingdom Seventeen kenny omega versus will osprey scotty the reason we're bringing it up today is that if you didn't hear last night's uh full gear uh live immediate thoughts reaction or haven't heard the show in the past couple weeks scotty boy howdy do we got a victory lap for you
0: <clears throat> hey uh, ryan do you remember do you remember last week when I said, when we were previewing the crossover, I said they were going to do a via satellite video of Kenny Omega after the match? I remember that. I remember that distinctly. Yeah, and I also remember us last night talking about, hmm, wait a minute. This seven match series doesn't have January 4th dynamite on
1: it. Uh-huh.
0: Hey, uh-huh. Interesting. Interesting.
1: You know, meanwhile, oh, meanwhile, fuck. Tony Khan's like, oh, the big guys aren't going over.
0: Yeah, just the biggest guy. Just Not the... the big guys, the biggest one.
1: Yeah, he's a um, plural. He wouldn't lie and say the
0: biggest guys. Um. So I, I, I feel really bad because Jay White and Okada have no fucking shot. <laughs> <laughs> they have no shot in hell living up to that match. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. This re- this Wrestle Kingdom card on paper already. is looking like an all-time. It's already looking like an all-time. Right? We got we got Okada and Jay White, which will be great. It will be great. I'm not going to like sit here and act like they're doomed or anything. It'll be great. We now have Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega, the, the maybe the most hyped match in wrestling perhaps? Maybe. Number one, if not one, two.
1: Uh, for me, like, for me, it's it's hyped up. I mean, I take
0: It, it has to be number one, right? The yeah, hyped up match. Yeah, because remember the dynamite, like when they had the tag. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I feel I, pre, I feel pretty good about that one. So you have that, and then you have spoiler alert: you have Kyrie versus Tam Nakano. Now, you got uh, the 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 four way junior match which is gonna be great because i I, lo- I just love those and the way they do those is like you know we watched that tag from a few weeks ago and that was great i don't remember the show at all what was that show
1: which which show
0: autumn autumn, autumn. battle autumn was that y- the show yeah that, that sounds that right tag?
1: that sounds right yeah
0: so you got that and then they're gonna you know find something for the likes of a tanahashi and a Naito, and you know you're gonna have FTR defending probably.
1: Woo! What a Wrestle Kingdom! It's it's happening, folks. It is happening. I so <laughs> I talked about it last night on the the live full gear thoughts. Which by the way, obviously uh, we're not talking about full gear today. If you want to hear our thoughts on full gear, they're on the Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Countout Pod. Uh what's up? What's okay um uh happening on there it's it's available on all tiers uh dollar five dollar ten dollar tiers you can get our thoughts there as little as a dollar that's how cheap our thoughts are is that, is that the plug you want to make um <laughs> but you can listen to our entire thoughts about full gear uh in that uh, hour and a half show right there so no full gear you know review match thoughts here you can get all of those on patreon.com forward slash count out pod uh, but yeah, no, uh, on that, we were talking about it, how Kenny Omega uh, really four matches this year became, in my match rating calculations, the number four wrestler of 2022 for me. And after watching um, after watching the uh, cross- historic crossover show today, uh, the number two guys, Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher, because they've been a fantastic tag team, they dropped down a little bit, and now Kenny Omega's number two. I <laughs> don't know where I don't know this man injured all year he's comes back matches. has four he's matches the of the year. he is my he is my number two wrestler of the year based on my that math. He's had, weird math it's weird math, <laughs> but it's four four and a quarter plus star matches, so you know they are great. He's about to have probably you know six five six matter matches for the rest of the year they're gonna all kick ass more than likely. And then come into the new year, might you know it's going to be my number one, number two, Will Osprey, Kenny Omega facing each other at Wrestle Kingdom. I'm 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 you, I'm swimming in it, are baby. You
0: confident enough to say that your match of the year next year is already locked in. Like the because of like that aspect with Osprey being one and Omega being two, and Omega being healthy, I think that's very important. Do you think you could sit here and confidently say that that you. I don't. Is it even for the title? I don't even know that for
1: sure. They didn't officially say that, but <laughs> people are publicizing that for the title, so I don't know.
0: Okay. Doesn't matter. Could you sit here and tell me that Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom will be your match of the year? Because it feels like. By the sounds of your excitement, by the sound of the way you're talking this up, you feel pretty confident it will be your match of the year. Oh, for like
1: 2023? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, it, it, it is... Four days into the year, Ryan already knows his match
1: of the year. Hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. But it is, you know, we're talking, you know, we're talking like what is the potential ceiling of this match, right? And,
0: uh, oh, I don't, I don't know what Dave's gonna do. <laughs> I,
1: I mean, people got all in his case about breaking the star ratings, but like, it, like we're talking the ceiling of this match, right? It is we're talking completely is... healthy Kenny Omega, where he hasn't been this healthy, uh, possibility Never. since. Well, I was gonna say since the first Omega Okada match, maybe. Yeah. Um, and even then, he was probably walking into some G one residuals. Um he hasn't been allegedly this healthy since then and will osprey is at a point currently where he's having an all-time run this year all-time wrestle of the year run and then on top of that we're talking you know just dave meltzer star ratings right we're talking dave meltzer five star five star match ratings um will osprey if i'm not mistaken if i'm not mistaken is tied um no yeah Will Ospreay is at number two. Uh, so if he has one more match, he will tie Masawa for the most five-star matches from rated from Dave Meltzer. And if he has two five-star matches or plus uh, between now, if he has one match between there that's five-star matches again, I don't think that's going to be happening. Um, but I think this match also has the pinnacle of being putting will osprey into echelon in the same t- conversation with masawa as <laughs> in terms of just star ratings right so it's it is like undoubtedly like for me it is not a conversation of like oh is this going to be a five-star match or not for me it's already in the conversation of Hi. is this is this better or worse than omega okada and and that He's is done. that's where where i'm at and i love it baby i'm in i'm in I'm, as a fan how can you not be on board for this Here's the th- it's, it's
0: funny, because, like, with Wrestle Kingdom, I always try to decide every year, do I want to stay up and watch it or not. Past couple of years, I have. I don't know why, because there were two nights, and they weren't as good. But, you know, I was asking myself, I was like, well, if, you know, if a cert- a certain wrestlers are on the card, I'll watch it. You know, I'll watch it probably for the start of match. Yeah. Um, but, now I yeah. Like, this is, this is the type of thing I just, I know I need to watch it live, but also, is it going to be, this is going to sound ridiculous, but on the Dave Meltzer scale, if he only gave it five stars, that would be considered underwhelming, wouldn't it be? I th-
1: for me, I think it's, <laughs> that. yeah. I think that if in a weird way, a five-star match might be underwhelming. Like, legitimately, I like, I... And maybe it's maybe it's unfair for me to, as a fan of all this stuff, to, to say and put it at that high of an expectation. But I think sure. between Omega and the Okada series, the year Osprey has been having, the fucking four matches that Omega has had, uh, and the you know, matches he will be having presumably, um, I it is, I I don't no i don't know if it's unfair but it feels right to be like yeah five stars might be underwhelming we're talking conversation of like one of the best matches of all time and that is like a, one of the best modern matches at the very least of all time and that is that is like the ceiling for this match and that is maybe that's not the bar i should be hitting but that is ultimately the ceiling of this match of putting currently two of the best wrestlers in the world arguably two of the best wrestlers in the world right now in a match together, I mean, how can you not? And we already know they have chemistry, too. How can you not be on board, ready for a 35-minute all-time epic classic, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, I think Kenny Omega is, like, maybe the most creative wrestler I've ever seen. And and that that's kind of so I was thinking about this last night and and and, you know we reviewed a whole show so I didn't really talk about this mostly because I was exhausted (laughs) but this this match or not this match this version of Kenny right yeah you you can see the differences between his last like two years before coming back from injury yes and this version yeah because he had to lean on his staples so heavily then like he had to lean on the v triggers almost an exceeding amount of the time right because Mm -hmm. it was something easier for him to do he had to lean on all those staples rather than getting more creative because his body was broken down and also use
1: use tag team wrestling as a way to hide the broken body a little bit right
0: exactly i watch him you know in these trios matches i'm like this dude is a completely different man. Yeah. This is ridiculous. And he was great. Don't get me wrong, he was great. I don't, I'm not actually as high on his world title reigns, people. Um, which is like I think... me saying he still had a great reign. It's just like, you didn't get that Kenny Omega. Correct. If that makes sense. Um, and now we've had four of them in four matches, so <laughs> you know, we know the difference. But this is just so exciting if, if you are unable to sit here and not be excited about this one you probably hate will osprey so that's probably the start yeah um or you hate the elite those are those are two different <laughs> two different um, factions <laughs> two different hates and, and you know it's funny people hate will osprey because they hate will osprey i think some people just hate the elite because they hate the fans of the elite <laughs> i don't think it's i don't think it's the elite anymore mm-hmm. um it's really hard to hate Kenny Omega though. This guy is like the purest mother trucker in the world. I feel like if he, people don't he like, got the bit elite... by a man while saving
1: a dog. <laughs> I think um... if people, I think if people don't like the elite, it really stems from like young bucks, the young bucks, absolutely. which I don't think is fair. But you know, it is what it is. I guess.
0: Right. I mean, I just think you know, Kenny's Kenny's gonna go down as not only one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, but one of the. He's already in that all time great conversation. Yeah. But now he's healthy. Yeah,
1: now <laughs> he's, he's gonna
0: healthy. he's gonna keep uh, painting a wonderful picture. And uh, this is this is the biggest match of next year, by far. It's I, gonna be hard to top. I, I think AW I, gets one too. Yeah, I yeah. Like uh, Forbidden Door or something.
1: Well, I tweeted about it as well. I that's a good that's a good guess as well. But I tweeted about the idea of like you know remember remember during Forbidden Door and all these dynamites and stuff like people online complaining new japan getting out of this <laughs> it's like well this they, they got just got the a fucking match. they got a fucking gate dude they got, they got yeah. they're gonna get tickets sold they're gonna get all this stuff so i think uh yeah, i mean it's it's wrestle Kingdom, so like obviously
0: the tickets are gonna be sold already sure but this is just this is the this is the cherry on top this, you know what this is reminiscent of this 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 card mm-hmm. that show where it was naito and okada and naito didn't win the first one, because Ken- or, yeah, so no, Kenny no, and the first one, but second one, third. I don't. They've had a lot, dude. Yeah. Um, and it was Kenny and Jericho before them, mm-hmm. and that kind of took all the headlines. Yeah, I think that's what we're gonna get this time around,
1: and I'm 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 into it, man. I'm excited for Wrestle Kingdom. I'm ready. I'm willing. I am uh deciding whether or not I'm going to work. Another AEW news as well was announced on Friday, or no, it was announced, uh, I guess, well, I think it was Friday. Uh, It was either Friday or Saturday that uh, Konosuke Takeshita has officially signed with All Elite Wrestling. Now, what that means is for him is that he's still going to be a a DDT wrestler in Japan, but when it's in the States, he's working for AEW. So they finally locked that down uh, and were able to come to an agreement. To have Takeshta officially on board, so now he's officially on board. Expect the push. Expect the push to come, man. I think it's we're no title around the corner. Is that's really where we're looking at?
0: That man is winning the All Atlantic and having himself a run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he feels like the guy that beats Cassidy. Um, yeah. He also just you know I mean you talked about who's that guy that. Who's the next guy you build to, right? The young guy like MJF was. And I was like, Well, I'm not saying for sure, but it could be him. It could be him. There's uh, a good he's chance. Very, he's a talented guy. Um, his English is getting better noticeably. Um he you know, he said he said uh, when Renee welcomed him on like tweets, he's like, I'm gonna get better at English so we can do more interviews. So I was like, dude, you don't have to do that, but we appreciate it. Um though I thought he did pretty good at his uh he did two over the past uh week he did one on rampage for him in June mm-hmm. and then he did uh like the welcome one on zero hour yeah um but this this guy this guy's a limit for Takeshita. he he came into America as a guy that I watched in DDT he was a champion right before he came over yep um before losing it and and he lost it then came over he had hits, he had misses. He didn't feel like the complete product that your, you know, your number one top ace type guy should be. Yep. He had. A, he almost had a kimia effect about him in some ways. Um, not not like you know Muto syndrome, but <laughs> he just he just couldn't he just couldn't click it. Sure. Came to America. Oh my God, he clicked instantly. Yeah. And he's he's been a different wrestler yeah. since. So it, I think there is something to say about him just coming here and getting work in with so many different types of opponents rather than staying in just the small ecosystem that was DDT and sky's the limit i can't wait to see where he goes him and kenny omega are going to do have one hell of a match because those two have a long history together yeah um i, I think i think Takeshi's first ever title win um it was him and tatsuya endo against or not first ever title win, but his biggest, his first big one was him and Tatsuya Endo against the Golden Lovers. So there's plenty of history there. And that's when Takeshi was small and like scrawny.
1: <laughs> As the tag team champions is what you're saying. Yeah, yes, 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 um, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm looking that up right now. Uh, yeah, it was beating the Golden Lovers, uh, Omega and yeah, so, And that's how Takeshi came over the first time, too,
0: remember? Uh, mm-hmm. When they did the few dark shows. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's yeah, happening.
1: Yeah, no, I think Takesh is a great move, a great pickup. Uh, that's someone we've already talked about that, you know, last year or earlier this year. It feels like last year, but really it's early this year. Uh, Takesh has just been really showcasing himself well on television and to the American audience and everyone has been loving him and wanting to see more out of him. This is how we're going to see more out of him in AEW. And I'm excited to see what will come of this. I think you're right. I think in all Atlantic titles in his future... Um uh, I think that's a, a good idea, um, or at least it's a reign I would like to see. Um, I think he is a guy that, you know, on the f- full gear review, we talked about a lot journeys and destinations in terms of title pictures, um, or not journeys, but, you know, is you know is the, the end, the destination of the journey. Yeah, no, journey, destination. But um, I think he is a guy that the title reign is definitely like part of the journey um, and, you know, that destination of eventually being a world title person I think is totally uh, possible for him. And yeah, I, I do think, you know, he he will have to, you know, learn, have better English at the very least uh, just because of how promo heavy this company is, especially at the top of the card. Um, that's just, you know, how American wrestling is for uh, us over here. Um, and so I would like, love for him to do that. You know, worst case scenario, you just slap a manager on him and then you can sell him that way. But I think ultimately, uh, you know, Takeshita is going to be, Sky's the limit, I think, currently for Takeshita. I think ultimately sky's the limit for Takeshita. So I'm excited to see where we're going with this guy Uh what's to come from it. Uh, other bits of news. We made some really good signings. Yes. So I him, him, Bandito. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the two of them uh, wrestling? Renee. Yeah, that's the tweet that... The three of them, them
0: wrestling? <laughs> that That's the tweet that keeps coming back to me. People keep comment Like, so I tweeted that out. I don't remember what I tweeted that out. Um, it was, like, a week ago, maybe? The Bandito-Kinosuke thing? Yeah. It was, like, a month and a half ago you now. Oh, dang. Yeah. But people keep bringing it up, so it feels like it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <I've>, that, <laughs> and maybe some that's so I see it. So I didn't, I didn't see the Takeshi thing, and I saw people tweeting on that again. I was like, well, what are we, why? Why is this? Why? And then I was like, oh. Tony Khan wants my $25.
1: <laughs> He's not getting. It. Well, first it was Ricky Starks, and now it's Takeshi and Bandito. So I think now we're... Something, he's so, listening to me. He's, I'm
0: starting to think he listens to Rig Post Radio. Tony Khan, if you're listening to me here, hear me out. Hear me out. One, come on the show. Uh-huh. I'll ha- I'll happily let you talk up your show, your uh, your your uh, shows that you do on every other podcast. I'll happily let you do that. Yep. And two, I got some ideas. So
1: <laughs> we got some we got some pitches. I'm gonna we ask I'm gonna ask him what his wrestling observer uh Hall of Fame ballot was, and if CM Punk was on it still. Uh, I think that's a good question. <laughs> I think that's a good question to ask him. Uh, I think I think he can answer that one. I think he can answer that, that one, one. That one screams
0: to me absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I can give me a few reasons. I, I, that's why I'm specifically adding the word still. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the new uh, other news bits. It was trademark news. You know, trademark news not necessarily means anything too much, but the trademark. one that peaked. that's fun uh one that piqued a lot of interest was a company called solnado inc uh filed the following trademarks november 10th mercedes mercedes monet money money talks bank money m-o-n-e apostrophe and statement maker um all for wrestling based trademarks so the belief is that this solnado company is uh uh vernado, or mercedes vernado i believe her last name is um and maybe some people maybe suggest that maybe the soul part is uh you know Callisto uh, <laughs> samurai del sol uh, that was someone's i saw that tweet floating around as a, as an idea but and it's certainly possible they're friends um maybe are business partners who knows um but at the very least uh it looks like sasha banks the former maybe formerly known as sasha banks might be picking up some trademarks uh, to does that really tell us which way she's leaning in terms of contract status or becoming a free agent or all this stuff? Not necessarily. I think at the very least, she is prepping for which way she goes. I think she's creating trademarks in case she wants to go out and do her own thing or in case she goes back to WWE, she'll just let those trademarks go and she will uh, become Sasha Banks again. Um, Do you have any real thoughts or takes on this trademark filing no
0: <laughs> i probably did it one time but uh let's just wait till the new year that's what she's told us that's what we know we've had to wait till january to see if anything happens whether it be and you know i want i'm waiting to war games too um yeah because that's the other location that may or may not make sense
1: I think I think you're talking, you know, you're talking war games. But ultimately, I think a better thing for WB for me would be Royal Rumble there. That's an easy one, a classic. But, you know, maybe it's early January. Maybe maybe she's going to hop on some sort of show January 1st, 2nd, 3rd. I don't know, maybe January 4th. I guess we'll find out. Um, Let's move on and talk about Survivor Series war games. Let's preview war games happening this Saturday on peacock not or the WWE network if you're outside the states um but it is happening this saturday uh there's obviously i'm gonna guess there's gonna be more matches announced because there's only currently at the time of recording four matches announced for survivor I'm series Sure,
0: not too many more
1: not too many what more i would imagine maybe one maybe two but uh yeah i think ultimately, <laughs> i can't
0: tell you what's going on wwe
1: tv I tell you if we're getting any more so We'll find out at the very least. But we have four matches announced at times of recording, so we'll go over that right now. Um, I think we'll start off with the... We'll we'll end with the War Games matches. So we'll start off with this one. Uh, AJ Styles versus Finn Balor in a singles match. Uh, We brought in Mia Yim into the fold with the club. AJ Styles, Luke Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson. Instead of having some sort of big eight-man tag... We're just doing Styles and Finn Balor on the pay-per-view. So there's going to be Styles, Finn Balor. Um, Obviously, lots of history with them in terms of uh, international wrestling, um, but at least with the club. Uh, But I think here, I don't know. You would think here that um, this finally could be the end of the club versus Judgment Day. It feels like this has been happening for a while now. Uh, with the two leaders finally going at it, but I guess we will find out. What do you think about Finn Balor versus AJ Styles?
0: About uh, three, four, five years ago, I'd be pretty hyped. Here in 2022, a, a, a lot of me couldn't care. Um, nothing excites me about AJ Styles in 2022 yeah, at all. Haven't seen AJ Styles have a great match in years. Haven't seen Finn have a great match since NXT, maybe well, his second run, yeah, probably. Yeah, definitely. Kyle his matches mm-hmm. his matches, Kyle. Um, so yeah, I, I think the OC stinks. I think Judgment Day is awful. <laughs> really, really can't wait for all that interference and stuff on the outside to ruin this match.
1: We got, hey. You got
0: Mia in there to,
1: to even it up a little bit.
0: Well, her and Rhea are
1: in war games. That's true. So they might not even be there. It might not even be in a matter to bring him at yeah, all. I might just have to see
0: Dominic instead. So you know, torture. Uh, yeah.
1: I'm,
0: as you can tell, I'm jumping for joy.
1: Talk about a raw singles match right there, Dominic versus Luke Gallows. That's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of match. Did they I'll not see. just
0: do that. I feel like they just did that.
1: I don't know if Maybe they have, Carl but I'm not. I don't want to see Carl Anderson. I want to see Gallows. Versus Dominic. That's really no matter, what I want to. No matter
0: what, it'll be awful. Bad. Dominic's bad. Yeah, do I'm supposed to pick someone to win? Maybe. Sure.
1: He's thinking. He's and they just to clarify, they have not done Doc Gallas versus Dominic Mysterio. So that's money on the table. <laughs> um, I'll pick.
0: AJ, I guess.
1: I think now that uh the women are out of the picture <laughs> since Rhea Ripley was really the one causing a lot of the issues. Um I think yeah, I think you're right that AJ Styles will get the win. And this yeah, might be the ending of the Judgment Day feud.
0: I doubt it. We'll still have to do an eight-person tag. At That's like Day
1: 1. The pay-per-view that doesn't exist anymore or All right, they got rid of that. I think it's now a house show. I think it's now a house show. Slap in the face. So is it just? So is this the last pay per view until Royal Rumble? Correct. At the time of recording, unless they randomly add something, which won't be happening, this is the last pay per view until now in late January. Wow. Well, yeah. Nothing like a December.
0: Blessing in December. <laughs> oh, well, they have deadline.
1: Well, yeah, but that's more NXT. So unless they really load that up, which they won't, uh, they could. Well, I wouldn't be. They
0: somewhere. have the crazy ass matches on them.
1: Yeah, like yeah. Mandy Rose versus
0: Iron I... Survival
1: Challenge. <laughs> the Iron Iron Soul Iron Soul Survivor or something like that. Because yeah, it's, a, it's cool. a multi-person match. I'm
0: always in for terrible stip matches that are going to be an absolute mess. I'm always in for it. There's two of them on the show, so like, tough. <laughs> uh, if it was only one, it would probably be really enjoyable. But now that there's two, the first one will be fun. The second one will be like, all right, this is, this is bad.
1: I feel like if you're going to try out stipulation matches, you just do the one and see if it works. Don't do two and waste up probably two hours, you know, an hour of your pay-per-view time.
0: 25 minutes, right?
1: Oh, yeah, there's a time limit. You're right. There is a time limit. But yeah, still, you're talking like an hour, you know, the five minutes of entrances and stuff. You're talking an hour of your pay-per-view time with a match that you don't even know will work in the room. (laughs) I I
0: do think you should do... Try matches in NXT, and then
1: if they work, completely agree. Fine. I think NXT is a good spot to invent match types. Match and, just, yes,
0: it's kind of like uh, how baseball does, like trials in minor league baseball. Mm-hmm. Like they'll just be like, "Yeah, we don't know if this is gonna work, so we're just gonna stick you guys with this. Let me know. Let me know how it goes." Yeah, uh, and I
1: think it's smart. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Do I think this match stipulation is? a good idea Not it's just king of the mountain
0: without the ladder
1: yeah so we'll see maybe that's which a better idea
0: slightly tempting
1: which yeah i think I honestly that part. that might be a better version of king of the mountain but we'll find yeah. out i guess uh but that's deadline we're that's we'll talk about that down the road um but right now we're going to talk about uh the singles match for the wb smackdown women's championship scotty i know for a fact you're excited for this It was during a a SmackDown show where Shotzi won a six-pack challenge to earn a women's title shot, uh, and she's getting it. Uh, So it's going to be Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey at the pay-per-view. Give me that excitrometer. I want to hear, hear, Scotty, how excited you are for this match. You should have seen my face when
0: I saw this, and I was like, oh, wait a minute, I'm going to be at that show.
1: (laughs) Yes, you are at the show live. You will be at Survivor Series.
0: Yeah, I'll have my full uh, thoughts the next day. Well, how about that? How about that? Bringing in the hype or the sadness or whatever. Actually, I think the war games, at least one of them will be good. So Mm -hmm. that's hope. Mm -hmm. This won't. This is going to be awful. This is a train wreck waiting to happen. You know, I gave uh, Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan a dud the last time they wrestled, whatever that is. I'm very prepared to do the same here. Though, if they were smart, they'd just have Ronda win in like 10 seconds. Just no completely... offensive shots, Shotzi, like let's let's stop acting here.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't put Shotzi in some sort of tag team situation. Um,
0: the women's division is so bad on SmackDown. I was looking at this the other day because I saw someone tweet this out, and I obviously don't pay attention, so I don't know the difference. But but just 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 play the game with me here. We don't have that much to go over, so you can play the game. Mm-hmm. So this is the Smack. This is the Raw women's division first. I'll do that one. So Alexa Bliss, Asuka. Bailey, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Candle Flair, Carmella, Dakota Kai, Dana Brooke, Dewdrop, Io Sky, Miriam, Nikki Cross, Rhea Ripley, uh, and Tamina. I didn't say Bianca Belair, but she's also on there obviously.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, there, you know some yeah, it's some, pretty good. A good mixture of a roster. You got some highs, yeah. you got some lows. Upper you card, got, mid card, lower card people. It's a good. A roster. lot of the bright spots from when NXT's women's division was really good. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. With Rhea, Io, Dakota, Bianca, Candice, Bianca. Like that was the, that's pretty much your main core, anyways. This <laughs> is the <laughs> SmackDown.
1: You're right. I'm he proud. does the Raw is NXT's women's roster from
0: a couple years ago. Yeah. The SmackDown roster is a absolute train wreck. Aaliyah, B Fab, Charlotte Flair, who is MIA. Yep. <laughs> Emma, Lacey Evans, <laughs> Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. It says Naomi, but no. <laughs> but we all know the Nat- truth. <laughs> Natalia. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I forgot. Maxine Dupree. I don't know if she wrestles, but she is on here. I don't think she does. Ronda Rousey. Sarah Logan. Oh, God. It says Sasha Banks. We know that's not true. (laughs) Scarlett. Shayna Baszler. Shotzi. Sonya Deville. Xia And Zelina Vega.
1: You know... When Triple H was bringing back all of these wrestlers to uh, to WWE, all especially yeah. all these female talent wrestlers to WWE, he could have decided to move any of them to SmackDown. He could have been like, yeah, we'll have Mia Yim on SmackDown. We'll have Candice on SmackDown. And then we'll do that. He could have done that. And instead, he just loaded up Raw, a classic Vince McMahon move loaded up raw and SmackDown gets whatever's left that he doesn't know what to do with. And, so and by the way, he does know what to do with. Cause I've also seen a tweet that really went into the idea of every single person that has had a challenge to Ronda Rousey or Liv Morgan in the past several months has won a six pack challenge, uh, on SmackDown for like the past four challenges. Uh, it there, it is not just a bad roster, of a lot of not stars like Ronda's really the biggest star but she is not currently at all um she's just another person on the roster here uh not only do you have no stars but none of them are that great wrestlers um you, you also have a uh, booking malpractice of lack just a lack of creativity up and down this roster because you're just booking six pack challenges over oh, and over again. Sorry,
0: I forgot Ra- Raquel Rodriguez. I'm so sorry. How dare you? Uh, but it's bad. It's really bad. And what's funny is that SmackDown is usually the better show. You would think that. You would think that. It-, it is because you have this is this is how they book these shows. They say, okay, we're going to put all our little like indie people that. People loved the NXT and Raw. And then we're just going to put Roman Reigns on SmackDown. And that's good. And it works. Because you have Gunta, too. And Sheamus. <laughs> and, you, you know, you have a crew there. You,
1: the man's roster, man's roster there is doing great stuff. I mean, there's only like five of them,
0: but it's doing great. <laughs> that's the problem. This, like, SmackDown has a really bad roster. Yeah, that But they have Roman it. Reigns. Yeah. So they fight around it a little bit. Also, but it would be a better roster.
1: It would also be a better roster if it was well booked. And the women's yeah. roster in SmackDown is just not well booked. Oh, it's terrible. You're doing the uh, same Ray stuff picture, over and Bray Wyatt's Picture by
0: the way is still the feed. Great. <laughs> WWE. Com. Great. So just wanted to
1: just wanted to say that we can move on. I'm done talk about the roster. It's it is booking lack of creativity for the women's roster. It's very tough to see that. It's um, a lack of talent as well. That's true. That might be true. <laughs> uh, we'll move right into the women's war games match. Speaking of the rest of the women's roster, um, the Raw women's roster. That's good. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about how good the Raw women's roster? We got the women's war games match: Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and TBD. You don't know who that TBD is going to be. Versus. That would be
0: funny for Sasha Banks. <laughs> Sasha Banks adding her to the Raw roster. <laughs>
1: The worst idea uh versus bailey dakota kai Eo Sky, nikki cross and Rhea ripley um who do you think to the tbd is going to be and what are your thoughts on this match uh, the tbd i
0: don't think it's actually gonna be sasha um, that's important i don't think it's gonna be sasha
1: um i don't think it's gonna be naomi no i think i think the obvious one is becky lynch
0: yeah, she's healthy. It's Becky.
1: Which um. I, I presume she is. I mean, she's out. Her, remember, it was her elbow, if I'm not mistaken. She's out here flexing on set of the Young Rock. Uh, I think hey, well. I think she's might be good. She's just coming back I don't know from when she New Zealand. That.
0: You never know. I don't know when she recorded that.
1: Well, well, she's, I, 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 yeah, I guess that's true. She would be posting late videos, but I believe it's happening. This filming now. It's got to be Becky. Who else is going to be. A little... Yeah, Becky's the only person that makes sense in the story as well. It'd just be jumping yeah. in like a random person like Sasha, which yeah. would be huge, so, but not a good idea, I think.
0: Someone made a good point to me of why Roxanne Perez wasn't on the main roster. uh uh-huh. And it's that she just turned 21. Yeah. So, like, that was probably what they were waiting for. I think she'd be cool, but it won't be her.
1: Um, no. If I learned anything from watching that, uh, that uh, spin the wheel, make the deal match, where it was a, a violent, you know, showcase of brutality uh roxanne does not have a violent bone in her body so i don't think a war games match would be a good showcase for a talent like that but i'm also
0: not gonna blame her for that one because of who she was facing uh anyways anyways because you know that was train wreck um as i was saying before you just confused me (laughs) i don't even remember what i was saying Oh, the match itself. I think it'll be pretty good. It's very reminiscent of that first War Games women's match. It's like almost the exact same group. <laughs> <laughs> to a T. Um,
1: and I thought that match was great. That first women's yeah, war games was, match.
0: Yeah, that was the best women's match by far yeah. that they've had war games wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when again, let me let me see that exact lineup. It's a real good lineup, uh, like
1: you said. Oh, uh, I got it right here. Most of them are the same.
0: Is this, is this the first one?
1: I believe that was the Dakota Kai turn. Yeah. All right. Ready?
0: It was Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae. Check, check. Uh, Candace isn't in it, but Candice, if she was healthy, but I know she's hurt. Um, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai. All right. So that's two. Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. So you checked a lot of boxes there mm-hmm. in terms of having four from the original one. Um, Eo's been all of them, by yep. the way. I don't know if people have realized that they need it someone been... to
1: do a moonsault off the cage.
0: Yeah, well, there. I I read someone say expect like a lot of crazy things because they need footage from the main roster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, so, yeah, that's fair. So it should be uh, good, but yeah, I I think this match will be really entertaining, really good. I mean, damage control couldn't be more in the gutter um, in terms of booking, but you know. That's 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 what this company is. Yeah, is what it is. I'm I'm here to watch a good match, not to watch good booking. Um if I wanted to do that, I wouldn't try. I just wouldn't try.
1: <laughs> now, I think uh, for me, Becky Lynch is I think the the biggest obvious pick of a return you could have um that would get really get the the Boston crowd, really get the Scotty Edwards crowd off their feet. To have Becky Lynch return.
0: Oh, I'd oh, oh. be on their feet. Why would you want me off my feet?
1: Uh, I want you to fall over <laughs> in excitement. <laughs> um, no, I think Becky Lynch is an obvious good pick. If you want to go a deep cut, I think Tegan Knox could be fun. Um, if if she's healthy and able to be picked up, uh, I think Tegan Knox could be fun. You know, Dakota Kai is mm-hmm. on the other side, uh, but that's mm-hmm. really for that would be really for half the audience in the crowd yeah. the NXT crowd uh it'd be me maybe you uh in in the in half the arena everyone else would be like who who um i think that's another thing that people forget that NXT was like at its peak half the audience that like WWE would get that main roster raw would get like so when people were like surprised that like the crowd had no idea who Tommaso Ciampa was it was like yeah because like half the raw the main roster crowd watches NXT. Um yay. So I think that's that's where we get. But I do think Becky Lynch is a good uh pick. If it's anything like the first women's horror games match, this should be pretty good. I think there's a chance it could be similar to that. Um but I They have the talent in it. I agree. I agree. I agree. They have the talent in there I think adding there's, Becky Lynch could be good. Um
0: yeah. There's less bad good in the match if that makes sense like well yeah it's if the, you look at it's, the competitors the raw women's it's the
1: raw I women's, the raw women's, women's roster Is what you're saying yeah. is that it's there's less yeah time. i mean really <laughs> you know, dunking beyond. on the smackdown women's roster today it's
0: really bad yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's really bad and it's led by ronda rousey what do you want me to do dude um listen we just spent last night talking about how bad two women's matches were i think we could it's okay it's okay to
1: continue to continue talking about other women's rosters if it helps
0: i just shout on aj styles versus finn Balor. i could do this all night uh (laughs) but this this should be i think this will be great i actually do i think they're gonna probably start the show off it's gonna be hot, hot red hot great way to start it um who wins probably the mystery person
1: Uh, yeah i think that's the easy uh,
0: assuming it's a bigger name and not tegan Knox, no offense
1: it'll be the bigger person i don't i don't like tbd's in my war games matches by the way i'm not a fan of great the last time yeah because it was what kevin owens last time yeah (laughs) i don't like it because like the psychology of it is off for me like you know the idea of the heels having the advantage is always you know what you want in a war games match and they'll have it, you know, probably, you know, if they yeah, see the match, you're doing they're doing to they're doing Rhea Ripley versus Mia I believe. I believe that is the match. I just saw it. Uh, it's Asuka. Asuka. Rhea Ripley versus Asuka. And then for the rematch. And then for the men's advantage match, it's the Usos versus uh, Shane. Yeah, that Hattac- might
0: kick ass. I'm not
1: going to lie. That, that might kick might... ass. But also the idea is that the heels. So
0: what, this, Asuka and Rhea could be pretty
1: good. I agree. I think the idea though is that the heels will have the advantage uh, for yeah. a war games. So they have to. They have to for the it's for not, the psychology. It,
0: there's, the, the match doesn't work if it's the other
1: way around. It never does. And the reason I to that point though, the reason I don't like TBDs is because the idea of of well now the heels have sort of lost an advantage because they don't know who that TBD is going to be. They can't prepare hmm. for that fifth, fifth person. Uh so the the advantage kind of goes out the window. Uh um, for the surprise though. So, but know, you know it's nice it's, it's this, WWE... is, this is
0: American wrestling to a T. Yeah. They love the X. They don't do X. They do TBD vacant. Um but they love the X. And you know what? I'm going to say it. Fans love the X too. They love not like a lot of the time people just like the surprise.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I but I agree. Uh, I'm not saying it's a but bad But in terms of your understanding,
0: well, it does make a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm saying I understand why the X is important for WWE and the X is important because what are you going to do when you run out of pops? Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but for me, it's just the psychology of it. Um, yeah. It's just a little off, just a lot. Yeah, well, that's bad. why I'm happy. The men's match. They, they didn't wait. <laughs> I agree. Like, the there you go. The men's match looking real fine. We're talking the bloodline, Rowan Reigns, Solo Sokoa, Sami Zayn, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay Usos, Versus Sheamus, Ridge Holland, Butch, Drew McIntyre, and presumably will officially be a healthy Kevin Owens. Uh, Yeah, he's in the poster. He's in the poster, but I'm saying, like, healthier Um, than where he was at.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah. Uh, I I actually watched that segment from SmackDown, and it was really good. The, like, closing segment, they, so, you know, um, they did Sami Zayn and Butch in the World Cup thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Butch beat Sami then you know the beat down goes roman comes out you know he wasn't out there because of course he wasn't out there <laughs> he, he walks down you know it's kind of it's pretty cool you know because roman and and i give this credit to roman all the time he does feel so much bigger than everyone else so it's like oh my god but when that kevin music uh kevin owens music came, you're like the crowd lost it they were chanting holy shit and they had to they had to Deep, bleep it all out and i was like well that sucks yeah crowds going off their freaking rails for your damn surprise here and i can't hear um but you know they're gonna play to the Sami Zayn, kevin owens story that's gonna be fun to watch um you have a lot of good wrestlers in here again sheamus has been
1: off as shit
0: yeah <laughs> to say the least you uh, might so be excited you might sling. be
1: excited about drew mcintyre versus Roman Reigns or whatever. I'm not excited about that anymore. Seamus versus Roman Reigns. Well, I was going to say, you might be excited about Kevin Owens versus Roman and the prize fighter. But really, the match to see is Seamus versus Roman Reigns. That is. Yeah,
0: that's why he's at the
1: head of the poster. Yeah, that's why he should be at the head of the table. Oh, oh <laughs> he oh, has. Oh. Seamus has done incredible stuff, and I fear that they're going to be. I kind of love the brawling brutes. Never thought I'd say that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I kind of fear that because it's Triple H, he's going to be pushing Kevin over Sheamus. Um, but really, you should be doing Sheamus because he, the energy he's on right now is unmistakable. It is really, really great. You can really connect to it. Uh, he's doing great babyface work, uh, babyface brute work. Accidentally almost. Like stumbled upon it, and he's been doing great stuff with that. Um, yeah, and you know... and maybe both title matches. What's that? They're going to get both title matches out of it.
0: Uh-huh. I just hope that Sheamus won the pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, I think Sheamus would be a solid Royal Rumble, honestly. I think Sheamus would be a real solid Royal Rumble. We know we, they
0: can push it off.
1: They know they can push it <laughs> off. Uh, I think Sheamus is a real good Royal Rumble spot, honestly. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can have Kevin go into the Rumble. Ultimately, we probably have an idea of who's going to win that Royal Rumble. Um, oh, the
2: smoking Green
1: I well, I would also say I would imagine pre the pre, <laughs> the Rock's winning the Royal Rumble. How great would that be if Cody is number one, goes the entire way,
0: and the Rock eliminates him?
1: A- yeah, he he it's just we do we do like the whole Ric Flair coming in at number two, lasting the entire time, but we have to swerve you. So instead of Ric Flair winning at number thirty, the Rock comes out. Tosses Cody Rhodes out of the ring And then just <laughs> Stands up and that's and that And people
0: would love it because it's The Rock That's the like one person you could have do that And it wouldn't have anyone get angry
1: Yeah, except the Except the <laughs> True Marks be like, what the fuck Alright
0: yeah. Um, yeah, no They need a good Royal Rumble this year after last year's Absolute Dumpster fire
1: Yeah, and they have the potential You know, They have the Cody return, they have the potential Sasha Banks return you Know they have ideas at the very least, maybe, with Sasha. All right, Harris, let's not give them that much credit. I know, I know over. the match itself still has to be good, just because, just because there's a just because you have a pop and a surprise doesn't mean the match itself is Rhea you know, Ripley is probably one of the women's one. I think that's a good pick, I think that's a solid pick, um, based on the year that they've been given her. Um, but we'll, we'll get her to that. We'll get there. I think okay. it, I, I think we'll really tell down the road. I think, if anything, I think. We'll get a little bit of maybe seeds dropped in the women's and men's survivor series um, stuff. Um, yeah. You know, maybe it's someone pinning Roman. Won't be. It'll be like solo or, you know, whatever. This would be the perfect time for someone to pin Roman. You know, just to like, set Who's up. Who's
0: pin Roman? Anyone? Didn't Xavier Woods pin Roman? I think he did him like a tag.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe. Shadow Xavier Woods, but it, right,
1: really, it's really you, this would be the perfect time. It's a non-title multi-man stuff. This would be the perfect time for like a Sheamus to pin Roman Reigns to set up a Roman uh, Royal Rumble match or something. But, uh, oh yeah, you know we'll find out. I guess I think we'll get, we'll get a little A we'll little bit. We'll get a little teases maybe, but we'll find out more this Saturday on Peacock.
0: Hey, good. Uh, good sell.
1: Yes, thank you. I get uh, $2 every time someone signs up for Peacock. Uh, I'm not making a lot of money. <laughs> uh, also happening this uh, that happened today, let's talk about New Japan and Stardom's historic crossover uh, at their historic X-Over show. Um, this was the Bushi Road pitch of, hey, New Japan fans, hey, international fans. We got a great product and stardom over here. We really want you to check it out. And this is our plea to you all uh, to check out Stardom. So uh, with that in mind, do you think the historic crossover show really lived up to that uh, idea? Do you think this show really sold Stardom to the New Japan Japan fan base and, more importantly, that international fan base? I don't
0: know how it couldn't have because Stardom was – far and away the best part of this show in terms of match quality in terms of effort in terms of care and i understand i'm the stardom guy so it's gonna come off as like but like it was clear to me i felt unless you were watching something different than i was Mm -hmm. it felt evident from the very beginning uh how, how this show was gonna go and i thought The mixed tags worked in their favor. I thought those were a lot of fun in the middle of the card. Pretty much all the New Japan matches, except the Osprey one, were bad, (laughs) if not just there. Um, So I think that was part of the problem too. Uh, Actually, I didn't mind the opener with House of Torture, but that's because Leo Rush and Yo like were good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they really showcased (laughs) the tag potential. Very exciting.
0: Yeah very exciting because uh, Tag League starts tomorrow. Um, Leah Rush is so good, by the way. Uh, I miss him dearly. Happy he's in J- Japan now. Uh, but I, 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 f- I don't know how you watch this, and so don't walk away impressed by stardom if you are a fan. Now, yeah, women's wrestling is always going to get... I, You know, there are people that look at it differently. and they, they may not admit it, but you can just tell when people review shows how much they do. Like, people will just be tossing out, like, star ratings, and they'll be like, oh, this match was, you know, good. And I'll be like, what? (laughs) And I thought, you know, in terms of the main event, while I am not happy about the choice, I thought they absolutely lived up to the billing, lived up to the spot. This was the biggest crowd a stardom show has ever
1: had. Yeah, if Um, I'm not mistaken, it was uh, 7,000-plus yeah, some thousand
0: one hundred something, one hundred two or something like that. Something it was like packed that. house.
1: Yeah, A packed house.
0: Um, it beat the Yuzuki Kawa retirement show, which was about five thousand five hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Sumo Hall, maybe I don't know, or I don't know. off the top of my head, I don't know, but that's some, that's that's good. And if that's the reason they run these back, that wouldn't be shocking. Uh, if they do run it back, oh boy, do I have some fixes for them. But <laughs> but I also think anything that involves stardom was great. Anything that involved stardom and New Japan together was great. Mm-hmm. The New Japan stuff was, you know, they treated this. I think they should have treated this a little higher than they did Yeah, in some ways. Or changed the way the card was designed. Mm-hmm. That would be better, too.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I'm just right now looking at a cage match and looking at uh, other shows happening in New Japan. This was, if I'm not mistaken, a big arena as well. This is the Ariake Arena. This is a former uh, Olympic uh, yeah. uh, building um, that Noah had, you know, ran uh, the Tanahashi-Muto tag match. They ran that show in. Um so it was a new arena as well, the first-time arena for New Japan, obviously, since this is the second wrestling event to happen in that arena. Um, so new big venue for Japanese audiences. But I'm trying to look at, uh, to see, just get... Uh, you know, we're talking 7,000 fans here, obviously. 7,100 7, fans here. Declaration of Power was... as nah, was Korkin, uh, Ryogoku Korkin. Um, Best of Super Juniors finals. Um, that was... In Budokan Hall, uh, 3,500 people. Uh, to be also be fair, I think this show had less of a... I don't know if it had less of a code restriction. I shouldn't say that. I don't know for certain.
0: I never know the restrictions anymore.
1: Budokan, for the anniversary event earlier this year, was a 3,000-person gate. Um, oh, Compared to old, ye old Wrestle Kingdom, Tokyo Dome. Ready? Ready for this? Tokyo Dome Night 2, main event, of course, was Kazuchika Okada versus Will Ospreay. According to the cage match... 6,300 fans in attendance.
0: So what you're saying is, what I knew already, is that my name is a bigger draw. Alright, cool. Sounds good. To
1: yeah. be fair, that was the night to... You know, yeah. Usually January 4th is the bigger one, which it was. It was 12,000. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, there, there is that. But, uh, yeah, no. It's... Uh, pr- just looking at this, I don't know it's if it was... Impressive. The, it might have been... It might have been. Don't quote me on this. I would have do a lot more research, but it might have been the second biggest gate for New Japan, New Japan this this year. this year. Don't quote me on this, but might have been. Might have been. There's interest. Stardom fans There's showed interest. up. There's interest. Stardom fans
0: showed up. The Stardom roster showed up. You know, like you said, Sayu got screwed. Um, yes. <laughs> which we'll get to but yeah i i do i do think overall the show was good you know like as much and part of me is complaining because i was so tired yes. when i had to see lij stroll out there against gideon gray and i was like this is ridiculous why is this happening now why did this not happen to at the beginning of the show yeah because the mixed tags were so much fun yeah and so interesting and then you hit me with these two things i'm like come on man
1: yeah, it's the it's the tough thing of uh, uh, shows like this where it's just the mid card areas, just a bunch of tags that don't really matter. But let's talk about the main event. You know, we're talking let's talk about the match that helped draw seven thousand gate. Um, which you know, draw. <laughs> you know, you got it. You put it on their backs. They're the main event. They were in the announced main event. Seven thousand seventy one hundred people. Uh, Kyrie versus Mayu Iwatani. Uh, this was uh, of course for the inaugural. IWGP women's title match, a title that is, of course, uh, you know, inaugural champion. Always also going to draw as well uh, and was really up in the air. So I think this helped draw the whole pay-per-view as a whole. Uh, but Kyrie ultimately was able to defeat Mayu Itani, uh and I believe, 20-plus minutes, if I'm not mistaken, um, where Kyrie, of course, delivered that elbow to win and become the first ever IWGP Women's Champion Scotty. Uh, bef- before you really like get into your disparaging uh, uh well of emotions, let's talk about the match itself because I thought this match was great. I thought this was a really yeah. good match. This you know we're talking lived to, we got, up to the spot lived up to the spot. We're talking about this idea of the star wrestlers showing up. Um, they I thought they had a better match than Osprey and Shota. Not by much, but a little bit. You goddamn
0: right they did.
1: <laughs> I thought this was a very outstanding match between the two of them. Uh, a lot of, a lot of, it's, you know, it's it was like watching the uh, Storm Hater match. Just a lot of hard-hitting action. That's all I want to see. If you like Storm Hater, you're going to like Kyrie versus Mayu Tani, and That's what they gave. Obviously, they have a lot of history, a lot of chemistry, uh, and it really shined through this match. Uh, what did you think of this match? The match itself was
0: tremendous. It was it was everything it needed to be in terms of the action um, and and the spot that they were given. Um, they they told the story very easily. Of if I don't even know how much you have to follow Stardom to kind of know that Maya Yutani despite all of her accomplishments, despite all her accolades, still was the underdog. Mm-hmm. In the match, right? You know, Kyrie's mm-hmm. the big star who left for WWE and Be- became you know, a star, became, bigger star, became a universal star, I mm-hmm. should say. Um, keep it the WWE lingo, of course. Um, I appreciate it. And
1: I gotta get this peacock's peacock, peacock subs uh, up <laughs> and
0: came back and you know, just has that aura that very few have in Japan, let alone in Joshi. Yeah. Um, and I understand where they went with this. I understand why they did this. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't take a, it doesn't take that smart of a person to connect the dots of why they did it. But with the history and with the purpose of the title and where, what they were trying to do with it, it's hard to not still be upset. Um Despite again the match being fantastic, I thought this was by far to me the best Kyrie match since she's been back. Um, it it trumped the Sayaka match from the day before. It it was it was another uh, classic Mayu performance where you know she takes a lot of punishment, she hands out a lot of punishment. She comes back, she comes back, she comes back. Does she always win? Not necessarily, but she comes back, she comes back, she comes back. And you're just, you're you're so locked in. And like I was, you know, I have, I was locked in just as much as anyone, if not more, because <laughs> I literally wanted someone to win. But I I don't know how you watch this and don't walk away impressed by Star impressed by both of them. Yeah. You know, because it was. You.
1: What's so special about Hero Bread? Soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas. These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero Co. Who couldn't have had a better match in this spot? Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. It was the perfect match to set up um, to have this inaugural championship reign. Um, Mayu, obviously, went out there and killed it and herself. She had the red gear, right? She had the red championship gear! Yeah, she was matching the... She had a matching attire. We all know what that means. We all know Green, what that means. she's is. on her A game. But, uh... It was just, it was just the, the the overall star that really uh, was able to get the win there. So, uh... I, you know, I think there's... I, you know, it's a great match here, but... There's always a second one. There's always a second one around the corner.
0: I understand why they did it. I do. I Mm -hmm. do. I do. I do. I understand why they did it. But the story that they were telling going into this match was Mayu Yutani's never been the first Mm -hmm. champion of something. She's done everything. She's won everything in stardom multiple times over. She's stardom's greatest wrestler, but she's never been the first. So, you know, kind of build that underdog mold and you kind of felt it. Going into the match, you really felt it in the match because you know Kyrie smacked her with how many spinning back fist? Like several.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them.
0: They got harder and harder each time. Yeah. Um that last one was, you know, perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh it, it it's just it's upsetting, but I it's hard to let me let me let me rephrase. It's upsetting for me as a fan because she deserved that accolade. Uh, she mine, didn't mine. leave stardom. Mm-hmm. She stayed there. She saved their asses like 150 times when Eo left and Kyrie left. And all these people left. She left when they went through what they did in 2020 with, you know, you know, Kagetsu retires, Arisa Shiki has to retire, Hanakamura passes away. Like that, you don't just bounce back from that. You don't. She and she was the world champion. She sturdied the ship. And then we saw what they did in 2021. We've seen what they've done in 2022. They keep you know, they're they're a rocket that just keeps flying and flying. And guess what? This show overall was really a credit to all that growth that they've had. It doesn't happen without the past two years and what they've done. It's just upsetting because she's earned it. She deserved it. But, you know. Kyrie is the star. Kyrie is the international star. The bigger international star. I'm not saying Kyrie, you know Mayu's known internationally. It's just Kyrie has that WWE fame. I can't sit here and deny that. Um and you know I I I always thought it should have been Mayu because of how much she's meant to stardom, but you know once Kyrie was put in this tournament, it was hard to think that they wouldn't go with her.
1: Yeah. It it was when when Kyrie came in and a couple months later we hear about the IWGP women's title, you're like, alright, I think we can yeah. see the writing on the wall here. And I think they did, yeah. you know, to that point though, you saw the writing on the wall there and, you know, of Kavi, obviously you're more biased towards Mayu in this spot but they did a great story and a great mm-hmm. showcasing and made it very believable uh, that maybe it actually could be Mayu. I think they did a great job of selling... Good. I, you know, when we when we previewed the started saying the match stuff, I was saying that you know it kind of kind of could have been anybody. It, they did a great job really showcasing this idea that you know maybe it could be Mayu. Maybe Mayu is the person that's going to win this title coming out with the red gear. Another tease of really settling this idea that no, it's it's it actually might not be Kyrie. And I think that that booking that well 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 written booking uh from rossi uh that well worked booking there um the the um you know the constant work in this match, I think did a really great job of selling that it actually could be Mayo and there's not a foregone conclusion that Kyrie was the winner, yes, Kyrie eventually won, but uh they I think they did an outstanding job really selling that it might actually not be her,
0: yeah, I mean a lot of it's hard for me not to just sit here and be like, well, a lot of this feels like Bushi Road had some say in it. Um, which, you know.
1: <laughs> the entire Bushi Road pay per view, basically.
0: Yeah, I know. It angers me a little more, but it's okay. Now Maya doesn't have to be stuck on New Japan cards. So.
1: But now she she gave up her SWA title as well as part of the booking. I know.
0: I know. That's what sucks. It's like, gotta give up her title. I did all this, and now she's kind of like gotta find your way again and you know it's okay it's okay you know we weren't going to talk about gold rush but i'll just give the idea here since like stardom dream queendom is going to be another show of the year candidate we're we're on our way yeah Uh, i I, someone told me that i guess they're doing Kyrie and tommy there not for the title not for the title because the title's first defense is at wrestle kingdom yeah against tam yeah um which they hinted at that earlier in the night i don't know how many people caught that because so many people were so shocked when she showed up mm-hmm. i was like she tai chi literally told her to go get the belt and she said oh okay yeah well, go get the belt <laughs> um so whatever uh but yeah it sounds like that might be the match for dream queendom just tossing that on there first time ever um which <laughs> oh Boy, howdy, um, <laughs> as Ryan likes to say. But, yeah, that Dream Queendom card, the, uh, that's the final entry into a the show of the years and the match of the years and all that conversation. And right now, we are set with Shuri and Julia as their main event. We are also now set with the first GP title match with you know Kyrie and Tam mm-hmm. on that Wrestle Kingdom show. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say we're not cooking here in Stardom. You know, I I could sit here and be as upset as possible. And I'm going to be upset as possible for the next, you know, foreseeable future. I have to record more podcasts talking about the show, so it's impossible for me not to
2: mm-hmm. move
0: on for a while. But they they just they don't know what slowing down means right now. They don't they don't they don't do it. They don't get it. They just keep going.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been a great year for Stardom, and you know, it's like I said, also been well booked as well. This Miley stuff is well booked. You you have to think that you know maybe the guy booking it is a Hall of Fame candidate. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe that's a, a conversation uh, another day. Let's talk about the semi semi main event. I was hoping I would get like a, a push a button of Scotty with that comment, but it didn't really didn't really hold audience. What'd you say? I said uh, ma- maybe maybe this well booking deserves a Hall of Fame candidacy for. Uh, uh, for uh, uh, Rossi. But, you know, maybe maybe that's a conversation for another day. Maybe, maybe you know, convince the people that uh, that are against... He does deserve his Kansas City. I've seen
0: some... I've saw some articles, I'm not going to point out who, talking about what he's done, and they said, said no, I'm not going to do this. <laughs>
1: well, let's move on to the semi-main event. It was Will Ospreay versus Shota Umino for the IWGP US title match. Uh, you know, a continuation of this little feud here. Nice little feud here. And they really teased up Shota Umino to begin this match, right? The, you know, oh. little promo video being like uh, the the Okada they upset. Shock. The, Switch they make... play
0: shock. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus.
1: Really, really leaning into people like us that are like, I'm getting Jay White vibes from this guy, from this entrance. Um, didn't end up winning, of course, but I think he did a great job. Great showcase. Uh, a little bit of that babyface fire. We've talked about it before, this guy anywhere other than england uh, is real well oh my God. not England anywhere other than RevPro pro uh is really good pretty much England this is a really good match. I think this was better than the royal quest one um yeah, yeah, yeah cleared <laughs> and uh yeah I, I i think they got something here with the to fella I
0: think they got yeah, something he's here. Uh, he's gonna be the ace <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm willing to say he's going to be the next ace. He yeah. just screams confidence, which is shocking because he had zero in Rev Pro. It <laughs> felt like at times. Uh, he, man, he's just a different guy. He's just a completely different guy. He's a different guy even from his other appearances. Like he shows up in New Japan. I was like, this guy's this guy, mega star waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's only gonna get better too. Yeah. We have to remember that, right? You know, like these people that come back from uh excursion aren't aren't amazing in a day jay white took a little bit right Mm -hmm. you gotta find your mold in these characters i hope he gets some sort of decent sized match at wrestle kingdom because yeah he he's the guy it's it's undeniable right and in this match you know when red shoes looked like he was gonna end it and you know Shota's playing up, like grabbing him and getting up, and he's firing up. I was like, Yeah, this is this. Just... they're going to play this a lot, obviously, and they have to because this is your main event ref. Yeah. And he's going to be a main eventer. But yeah, he's, uh, they got a good one. They got a good one in
1: Shota. <laughs> I agree. And, you know, you're talking about Wrestle Kingdom, you know, maybe it's only one show, so maybe they can't necessarily put him in a singles match. This match
0: career also, by
1: the way. Yeah. Um you know, maybe you know, maybe they can get a singles match for him. Uh I don't know just because of the card. Um, but you know. It'll be tough. But well I was gonna say, you know Tanahashi, baby. There's a former there's a current former ace or whatever that uh has got Feels an open like date right
0: now. Feels like a layup almost. It does. You don't even have to beat Tanahashi. If he, did, but, but he if he did, though. <laughs> but he, did,
1: but though. he could. But he could.
0: I think it'd be, I'd be uh, you know, that's what they've done with Tanahashi over the past couple of years is put him in these matches with these younger guys and see how that... Jay White. Jay White Okada. You know, <laughs> Okada. Uh, you know, he did it with Great Okan, but that was different. Yeah. Um, Great Okan's not that guy. Uh, but Shoto Umano is. And I hope he gets a showcase match. Him and Ren Narita getting a showcase matches in some form. On This show is a great thing. I forgot that should that match is also set for that car. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> that car's insane. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's uh, this guy's this guy's it. That little Osprey guy is pretty good too. They got some
1: pillars, they got some pillars now, don't they?
0: Osprey's so young.
1: <laughs> I, it, I look up every once in a while to remind myself how great this guy is. Is I look up what his age is, and it's upsetting every time it's funny with osprey i didn't agree like
0: that he was the best during his a few years ago 2019 yeah i thought he still had pieces to put together yeah he put every freaking piece together (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then some 20 doing things he's doing things that like it's just it's impressive
1: 29 years old there's young he lions. Hasn't hit his prime There's yet. young lions older than him.
0: Yeah, isn't Yu you Moro like that age?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think Yoda Suji might be older. <laughs> I think he Yoda Suji's thirty something.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is like crazy. That's
1: why. That's that's
0: also why Shota Umino's your next ace, by the way. Like all these guys are already like thirty. Shota's like
1: 24, 25. Yeah, he's it's, a great talent that's super young. That you can him and Narita are the guys. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait, baby.
0: Whew. Can we talk the mixed tags last? Can we just go over the rest of the crud first?
1: Sure, sure. We can do that. Uh, Those
0: felt like the fun matches to finish off with. Of.
1: Fair enough. Um, Kazuchika Okada, Toriano, and Great Mota uh, defeated Aaron Hanare, Great Khan, and Jeff Cobb. Um, the article from Wrestling Observer I'm reading right now, the first sentence here. I don't know who wrote it, but... Uh I guess the person that wrote it was uh Chick Fritz. Great name.
0: Oh, I love Fritz.
1: Um they wrote uh, as an opening line, this was twenty twenty two Muta match, all right. Uh yeah. So, this is a twenty twenty two Muta match
0: for sure. One of my friends were like, Oh, you must be pumped. You love Muta. I was like, No no no, I don't love Muta, I love Muto. Can't <laughs> <laughs> <Get> stand Muta <laughs>
1: that's yeah (laughs) yeah 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 exactly
0: how i feel about it and i could not care less when this match was happening i was like wow they really stuck okada in this
1: yeah this uh this was i think the best thing about this match was jeff cobb's backstage interview after it oh my favorite
0: part was when it ended so yeah that's fair
1: did you watch the backstage interview no i didn't watch Uh, Jeff Cobb, of course, got misted during this match. I believe it was during, not after. Uh, and backstage, he cuts a a promo on Muda uh, while staring the back the wall behind him because he can't see at all. He just sta- <laughs> he just he's just turned around like, "How dare you, Muda? I'm gonna get you!" God, I can't see anything. Oh, <laughs> just just doing that, just doing that for. For what, a couple minutes or whatever, just really, really popping me, really popping the fans at home. If, really if, he, if he's popping you, that's all that matters.
0: That's how that's how wrestling should go. If you're not popping me, <laughs> it's <a> point.
1: <laughs> Specifically, you though, not fan, but you. Yeah, um, but yeah, this match. I mean, what more is there to say? You know, you know, Okada was good. Next up, Akira, Gideon Gray, Kyle Fletcher, Mark Davis, and TJP versus Bushi, Hiromi Takahashi, Sanada, Shingo Takagi, and Tetsuyo Naita. Um, a lot of Gideon Gray action in this one.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I
1: can't stand Gideon Gray.
0: Couldn't <laughs> care less. I did not. Uh, did you, time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. I just saw this pop up. Go to UUU Twitter
1: oh god i'm terrified i'm terrified. not looking for
0: a tweet just go to you morris twitter
1: all right you uh... i figured
0: out what he's doing excursion wise
1: all right yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah he's been on impact he was on the pre-show i know he's Overdrive. been on impact but
0: i didn't know it was that he, that epic he I didn't is no he's going full on he is it a, he
1: is a impact uh a wrestler has, you know a... why they put
0: him there, right? Because they're like, oh, well, we put Okada here and you guys treated him terribly. So maybe if you treat him terribly, he'll come back as, you know, in the next days.
1: Yeah, we'll find out.
0: But as I saw some people tweeting like, oh, he's gone. He signed with Impact Wrestling. I was like, you don't know how excursions work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be there for like a year. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah.
0: Good. Good spot. Yeah. There's good wrestlers there. I'm okay with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh, x yeah. division probably is that what they're putting him is that maybe
1: yeah no that is he actually uh if i'm not mistaken he was in the he was x in division the opening tournament.
0: match on the pre-show he
1: was in the opening match which i believe was a lot of the people that lost the x division tournament yeah. um you yeah, know he's in the x division title picture i don't know if he will win it he's not gonna win it anytime soon but uh It'd be i think, cool if they gave it to him yeah i think down the line uh that might be him but we'll talk about impact more uh, coming up of course we will of course we will. We got to uh um, big impact
0: podcast
1: uh now nah, do you want to talk about this one as well Natsupoi poi tamakano taichi yoshinobi kanamaru defeated mo- defeated momo watanabe starlet kid i only Doki, want to talk about
0: the mixed tags i don't care about anything else
1: okay well this was a mixed this was a mixed tag That's yeah what well, no, i no, i know i know well you know, <laughs> the,
0: the, i forgot we talked about the lij tag. yep <laughs> <laughs> it was so quick that i was like what yeah um no, this was fun. Um, El desperado and Starlight Kid getting to have the matching masks or the dual masks that uh-huh. was the best part uh-huh. um, also the entrances of Natsupoy, Tam, and Taichi, of course you know we had the we had the concert prior to the match, um which was fun. uh this was my least favorite of the mixed tags, Same. but I still thought it was very entertaining. Natsupoy used the whiskey big pop, yeah. big pop. I was sitting there, I was like, wait, why are Doki and Kanemaru here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they have nothing to do with this.
1: Yeah. Um, but hey, it's okay. Yeah, but they, they got something out of Kanemaru to do the whiskey spot. Yeah, they did. they did. They They won me over. Yeah. Entertaining. Katamaru
0: was like, just there.
1: Entertaining, fun tag. You know, I think, you know, maybe you could have expected more hard hitting, but this is not a hard hitting group. Well, one or two of well, them. There's a couple in here, actually. The, the, the women are. Yeah. Well, I will say Despi, Despi a little bit, Despi too. Despi is. Despi a little bit, too. That's but yeah, that's, that's kind of all we got. Uh, but, yeah, you know. was uh, past his prime, of course. Uh, entertaining group here. Um, uh, I did skip over the tanahashi Haishishida versus Hiroki Goto Mika match, so we'll just swing oh! back there. Uh, that was the
0: best one.
1: Yeah, I just I just really skipped that. But Tanahashi
0: yes. did his chop to Micah! Yeah, <laughs> and then Micah
1: it was visceral.
0: Oh, it's Tanahashi.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: it that's tonight. what I'm talking about.
1: This is why we stand the ace. <laughs> this is why. Oh this God, is why we're ace. standing the ace over here. The ace and Utami.
0: Like I wanted it to be Mayu and Tanahashi originally when this was announced. Because, yeah. You know, we didn't know there was gonna be a. IWDB women's title at the time I wanted it to be those two and then Okada and Utami and I still want that match If they ever do this again they should just go with that um, But Utami And Tanahashi were great together yeah. Absolute stars They rocked out after the match because they won Of course on the stage You know Tanahashi stops Utami at the top and they're like wait one second Hands her the air guitar and they just Start doing it I was like "This this is This is why I watch this shit um, Tanahashi was, knew really a,
1: Tanahashi knew his role in this, this yeah, match.
0: Yeah, Tanahashi's great. Yeah, shocking. You know. <laughs> um I, I tweeted out <laughs> during the match because yeah. I was like, hmm, like "New Bands pissed me off tonight." And then I wrote, "Tommy has more world titles than Goto," and people just were like, "Whoa, hey now, hey now, what was that for?" I was like, I'm "Saying, just want to point it out." Um, but this was actually the best of the three. It was fast-paced, hard-hitting. I liked that they let the mixed tags kind of break down. Yeah. And just let them start chucking at each other once in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, you got back to the the basis, but that was fun. You, you didn't just be like a WWE match where you're like, oh, got, separation. Gotta get, out,
1: gotta get out of the ring. Get out of here.
0: Yeah, this was great. Uh, this was my second, no, third favorite match tonight. I forgot. Osprey showed up. Happened.
1: Yeah, this match was really, really good. Uh, Michael, you, you didn't see it. I did see this match. You, you just skipped it. Which one did you skip? I didn't skip any of them.
0: What did you? What did I you don't know it? what you're talking about, my man. Oh, you? Oh, you skipped it in the review. Yes, my bad. Yes, yes, yes.
1: I was very confused. Yes, I was uh, very confused. Uh, this match was good. I thought Micah looked really good here. Uh, I love uh, Tanahashi uh keeping up the uh the idea of like you know just wrestling can just be whatever oh, you want it to man. be uh <laughs> and i also love that just the continuous year long feud with tanahashi and goto uh just yeah. continued once more on <laughs> this show yeah. for some reason it did uh but after not seeing them wrestle for like
0: eons they're like yeah we're just going to keep putting you two together all of a sudden
1: sure Maybe that's Wrestle Kingdom. Maybe that's the Wrestle Kingdom match. That
0: would be so weird. Uh
1: but yeah. This is this was another good, fun, uh solid well, match.
0: Tanahashi and Shoda versus Goto and Suji. That would make way too much sense. They're not gonna do that, but that would make way too much
1: sense. It, 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 yeah, whether or not they want is to bring it up. Yoda back. CMLL now. He is. He is. I believe this he's I believe he debuted over the weekend if I'm not mistaken. He's just Yota. Uh, Julia, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Shuri and Tom Lawler. Uh, I think this was another, f- again, another fun <laughs> match. So fun. another fun match that uh, uh, you got a lot of fun shenanigans of Julia and uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, fun shenanigans uh, with Tom Lawler. Tom and, then, so and then you get a little tag team reunion in the middle of this match as well. <laughs>
0: They just decide to beat the shit out of Tom. They're like, that they're beating.
1: So it's Julia and, and Shuri hitting each other. Tom's like, no, no, you can't do that, my partner. And Shuri and Julia are like, no, 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 you can't do that with us. And then just beat the crap out of Tom alone. <laughs>
0: it was great. Um, Tom, you know, was having the time of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, Shuri said after the match the next time they team up, and I was like, when is that going to be? <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um uh, that she, they both need to wear the Daisy Dukes. I was like that's hilarious. <laughs> hey, New Japan, New Japan, New
1: Japan strong baby. Let's do it. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah,
0: I mean it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. The, the that's what you got from Mixed Tags and I think it and that's these are the reasons I'm happy if they bring back crossover. Like this was the whole point of the show I felt like. Yes. Um, you know, when shuri and julia just started kicking them on the outside <laughs> it was so funny yeah. uh and i was like man they're just gonna and what, did julia slap the shit out of tom is that how that started because uh, you know shuri moved. Yes. yeah shuri yes you got brought back by tom julia slapped him and they it, just started because so he,
1: that he slapped him he sold it then he got kicked in the leg Turned around i was like what the hell and then got thrown into the ring yeah. got thrown yeah. into the turnbuckle
0: zach also said he aspires to be in ddm and i've never connected with zach saber jr more <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we all connected Zach saber Jr. there. Uh yeah, great chemistry between Zack saber Jr. and Julia as well. Uh I thought yeah, just this yeah. is another great solid fun oh Also great too. when
0: they're leaving after they won and mm-hmm. you know Zach's doing like the Oh, I'm going to let Julia out and Julia just stopped and like, "No, you can go." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like, yeah, that's, that's that sounds like Julia. They have a good energy. Um uh, Azume, Lady C, Sayaka defeated Himeka, Mai Sakurai, and Tekla. Uh, what did you think of this short little six woman tag? Good pace, good energy, way to fit it in. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Tekla
0: and Azumi did some really good stuff.
1: Yeah, the a hi- a little high high speed six person <laughs>
0: match. Yeah. They little. did that with the uh, Natsu Point kid too at the beginning of that tag match, and I was like this is what you got to be putting on these cards this is what people are going to be like oh shit what, yeah. what am i missing here cuz that's um, really, that's
1: the advantage the difference really between Stardom is yeah. that they can be they have the ability to do stuff like that yeah. you know and uh saya you know
0: did what we all knew she would and had a had a special pretty cool move to win of she's course. undefeated in new japan matches on fact oh. for you they put her on all these cards because they want her to do that
1: yes <laughs> To win to win and look great and be like
0: the yeah. Bushi. 450, person. Phoenix. They, You know, they finally told her like, hey, you know what? You don't
1: have to do the Phoenix Splash every time.
0: Which is nice, you know, because she can do the other one.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I think it's just one of these days she'll be somehow able to pull off like a 630. Uh, oh, Jesus. And then, yeah, that's the end like, of us all. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, Leo Rush, you kind of already talked about this earlier. Leo Rush, Tomohiro Ishii, Yo Yoshihashi, defeated the team of Dick Togo, Evil Show, and Yujiro Takahashi. Like you said earlier, Leo Rush and Sh- and uh, Yo uh, have uh, pretty good chemistry. And uh, pretty much... pretty so never
0: wrestled together.
1: Yeah, little, little uh, tag league preview. And they have good chemistry for people oh, they yeah. haven't wrestled before. So it makes me excited for that team going into Super Junior's Tag League tomorrow.
0: Yeah, um, them and uh, Ace and Bay are who I'm most looking forward to. Um, I think, is Teton coming back? Yes, I believe he is, and he is part of the like Junior tag like, pretty good. Pretty good? Pretty good. Pretty Kushida good. and Kevin Knight, that's kind of exciting. I think Kevin Knight's uh
1: really good, too. I love uh, Kevin Knight. I found that he's from Atlanta. Uh, oh, and so I was like, him? yeah, I was like, all oh, right. He just jumped up ahead in my loving Kevin Knight world, you know. All of a I sudden, Lindeman was in this. Yeah, Lindeman and Alex Zane, if I'm not mistaken, because Alex Zane is weirdly Strong Hearts affiliated.
0: Oh uh, yeah, because he was in Glee that one time.
1: Yeah, and I think he teamed with Strong Hearts in Glee as well. Could be uh, a lot of
0: good matches on the show.
1: Yeah, no, it should be, uh, there's some fun stuff. I don't think it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, tag league stuff. So people tend to walk away from it, but I think there's some fun stuff, uh, especially What's in the,
0: the opening. Leo Russian and Yo versus Akira and TJP tomorrow. To that should
1: be, you know, talking about high speed. Yeah.
0: Titan and Bushy versus Chris Bainese Austin. Oh, we're cooking. We're <laughs> cooking early. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. All right, cool.
1: Uh, and then okay. the rest of the show is pre-show stuff. There was the start on Rambo, uh, which you know I, I I I thought this was a fun Rambo, but you know, and we're you know it's a fun right. Rambo. We're showcasing Marai uh, again, uh, <laughs> which I'm not against, but you know it is what it is. But you know, I just oh she's getting crowned soon it's just frustrating as someone that i just love saeeda so much oh, and you know i just seeing her coming on number three and then get like i think she was the first one eliminated uh was just very disappointing to watch and you know what wh- why don't we push someone like saeeda why are we showcasing these has-been wrestlers you know super strong startup machine why are we showcasing these people when Saito's right there, you know, well, you know, having to get kicked out of the match early on, you know, just to just to sit in the back and catering, you know what, you know, let, why you get these old machines out of here? Let's let's push Saito for God's sakes. She'll be huge in the states. Bring her over for the people at home that
0: don't know what he's talking about. Super super strong starter machine is also Saito. What? Huh? <laughs> excuse? To, uh K- I, Scotty, I, don't, Scotty. I don't mean to ruin the effect Scotty but, kayfabe, uh,
1: kayfabe. kayfabe,
0: Scotty. Oh sorry, sorry sorry. Um yeah uh I get it. You know people love Saida. Um
1: I, I don't know what you want me. I don't know, I don't know what you want. I want you to call up Rossi. I want you to tell him to bug Saida in a better spot. If I'm calling up
0: Rossi I'm t- we're having a bigger conversation about bigger
1: things. I'm sorry. Um going back to the conversation but- <laughs> about the IWGP women's yeah, look, Rossi, you got to put the title on Kyrie, so because you, you got to get Sasha Banks into this promotion somehow. You know, you, you entice if her that's with what Kyrie, Sasha
0: Banks to start him, Then you know what? I'll say it's a good. It was a good idea, but until that happens, I'm not saying it's a good idea. Yeah, um, yeah the Rambo's fun. Mm-hmm. Mariah went in at number one and won the whole damn thing because, of course, she did. Who was she? Ric Flair. It's- also in the midst of all of it no one no i don't know how many people pay attention but saki kashima pinned like seven people yeah yeah (laughs) during like one entrance yeah (laughs) i was like what is happening in that ring i was like oh she's illuminating everyone
1: yeah and who was it that had like a super took forever with their entrance was it torah uh yeah she
0: just didn't go in
1: yeah just took forever and they're like waiting on her to do a spot if i'm not mistaken (laughs) <laughs> uh, and they're just in the ring, just stuck there. Like, all right, come on, um, you know, yeah, fun little match. And then the other pre-show match here was LA Dojo: Gabriel Kidd, Alex Collins, and Kevin Knight. Clark Connors defeated the team of Yodo Nakashima, Rohei Iwa, Kosei Fujita, and the new Young Lion Oscar Lube Leube Lube. Big bald guy. Big big bald guy. Tall bald guy. didn't realize how tall he truly was. Um, but what did you think of? Now, I'm not going to ask, because we all know what we thought of this match. It was a fun match. But what did you think of Oscar here uh, as the newest Young Lion? Um, obviously, super green, first match officially. Um, but uh, what did you think of Oscar here?
0: Um, I thought he was fine. I thought the LA JoJo looked great, mm-hmm. especially. I thought they looked awesome. Um,
1: I, I felt like he had a good intensity.
0: Yeah, for sure. It felt like us against them. Which mm-hmm. you know we know that's Gabriel Kidd's mindset anyways, so mm-hmm. uh, not shocking yeah but I, I I enjoyed it thought it was a lot of fun, which is uh kind of what you want with these matches. you just you don't you don't ask for a lot, you just want them to go out there and uh, deliver a fun little opener and uh Kevin Knight's gonna be a star by the
1: way. do you think I had this thought while watching it do you think that the la dojo um team group? faction is is going to slightly stunt the you know star building of all these la dojo guys or do you like there had? do you feel like there is a, a star amongst the pack right now it really feels like a group of guys uh in the la dojo faction
0: yeah i think clark could be something mm-hmm. i think he's starting to show that um, and anytime he's gotten the opportunity he has shown that as of late but i definitely do think the uh, idea of a faction of a bunch of guys that train together can hurt them all mm-hmm. because you you kind of want to supplant yourself among the best of that group yeah and like that's kind of what you is doing right he's left that in a lot of ways to go and work in other companies mm-hmm. and they don't really do that. Gabe kid goes to Rev Pro. Yeah, but that's, that's because he, he lives there. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um, You know, Kevin Knight's still a legitimate young lion, so I think he doesn't really matter right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still going in all black trunks and stuff. Yeah. But, like, Clark Connors, he, Alex Coughlin, they could get stuck if they don't move on try something else, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good, uh, good question. We'll have to see if they keep that up because – I don't know. I feel like you should just be doing showcases with between them, not them teaming.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I, I don't know if it's necessarily doing it now. It's just a fear, uh, a potential right. question fear that I have uh, yeah, it's in the back of my head.
0: Technically, what? Three of them are graduated?
1: Yeah, we had uh, Coughlin, Connors, uh, I guess... Gabe Kidd is too. Gabe Kidd, Carl Fredericks, technically. Uh... Yeah. And and he yeah. you know, and maybe that was something he feared as well because he called himself, what, the Lone Wolf? You know, maybe that's something it, he feared as well.
0: It'd be one thing if... It'd be one thing
1: if they were doing this
0: as all Young Lions, but three of them aren't Young Lions anymore. So that's when it starts to hurt. So yeah, I think that's a good question. Um, I think they're, they're a good group, for sure. Mm-hmm. The LA Dojo group here. A lot of talent, but... Uh you gotta, you gotta have to take some risks here. Get away from each other, bet on yourselves. But not to the point of Carl Fredrickson leaving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well uh I guess we'll see how that all unfolds if it Who's, unfolds. Um, all. Are they all in Tag League? Uh all those all that LA Dojo people. Let me let me pull hmm. up the, the tag league participants here. Cause I got it right here. Uh, perfect. Um who, who Kevin we got?
0: Knights with Kushida. Uh mm-hmm. Clark Connors is with
1: Taguchi. Great. Which is funny. That's a, um, that's a fun butt group. I remember them having a fun match in the Super Super Tag. No, Super Junior, I mean. Gabe Kidd and Alex Coughlin are together. Makes sense. So there you go. All right. all of them. I think that's all of them. I think that was all four of those guys. <laughs> that is all of them.
0: So uh two of them are two it's not like they put Connors and Knight together. They're they're going with someone to learn from, right? Yeah. So, well, I think that's good.
1: So when Kushida has to lose a match, he, someone has to take the fall. Yeah, so. but I mean, having Kevin Knight learn from Kushida is great. I agree. I agree. Um, I completely agree. Well, let's move on. Let's uh, finish up the show here with Impact Overdrive. Happened. It was Impact Plus show last and Friday. Everyone just shut off the show. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's get a pulse check. Let's get a vibe check real quick. How are you after watching this Impact Overdrive show? How are you with Impact currently? We're always unlike the NWA, where we have now officially sworn them off the year, um, never not not to return for next year. Uh, how is Impact still? feeling feeling out with impact how we how we give me a vibe check
0: yeah it's funny i said that because the first pay-per-view of the year next year is gonna kill me (laughs)
1: because of the main
0: event already Mm -hmm. but you know I, i thought about this today while i was watching by the way i did not get to watch the main event i did not have time all right um which stinks because i i've seen the hype for it. i've been told by multiple people to watch it which i will i will probably watch it tonight um but impact for me is like you know how everyone like has an indie company that they love watching like
1: west coast pro that, defy right
0: like they all they, they get excited like that's their like little little company they get excited for i think that's what impact is for me because like anytime they have a big show i do get kind of excited because you know there's at least one or two matches on there yeah like this is impact to me is what gcw probably is to a lot of people Hmm. that makes sense Mm -hmm. in that i have interest in in a different way of course in a different way i follow along because it's interesting to me Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna watch every show but i'm gonna try to keep i'm gonna try to keep up um because i do think i do think impact has a lot to offer despite them booking themselves into scenarios i don't necessarily love all the time yes uh but you know i watched this sh- i watched parts of the show and it's like there's so much good here yeah that they can they can kill it whenever they want it feels like and i thought the show you know overdrive on paper wasn't necessarily the best card they've put together uh uh-huh. hmm
1: They had some pretty good matches. Yeah, no, it was a, you know, it's (laughs) what Impact has going for it currently is... I just feel like they never picked the right winners. I agree. Um, I think I think (laughs) what Impact has going for it currently is a low bar of expectations and Mm -hmm. they have enough talent and people in there to be able to constantly oversee that low bar. Now, that's a good thing in some eyes. That's a bad thing in others. But uh, I think you're right in the sense of like you sort of view it as like an indie where you're not really like like don't treat Impact like the major company that people some people feel like it is for some reason. Yeah, it's no. it's not. It's at best a minor more company. Like the Ring of Honor. Yeah, you know it's you're you're keeping up with it. Watching the big shows every once in a while. Um, watch I you know I like watching the TV every once in a while as well. I'm behind on it currently because the bully race stuff is ugh. Um, but it is this idea of just, you know, it being there serves a good purpose. And I, I see what you're saying with that GCW comparison and obviously serving a different master than GCW, but and what they do, but it serves it, it can serve that itch of, you know, WWE style booking, but with uh, better wrestlers. Uh, sometimes, maybe. Maybe that's what that is on, this, on a slower, minor scale um, than uh, that WWE scale, but because um, it's you know a little grimier, a little dirtier. They're hurt by their own decisions. That's what they're hurt by. Oh, yeah, that's always see, been the thing of Impact. You always got to keep them at arm's length. Things,
0: right? And they'll say, oh, well, it's Impact, so I don't, I don't care. And, like, they do it to themselves ultimately, mm-hmm. because they have a lot of talent. They've had a lot of good matches this year. You um, know, I was thinking about this yesterday when I was watching the show. I was like, comparing them to WWE in some ways. In terms of pay-per-views, and I don't watch full Impact pay-per-views. I never do because there's just matches I want to skip.
1: But you, tell me you, didn't watch, like, you didn't tell me you didn't watch the opener.
0: I don't even know what it was.
1: <laughs> I'll get to it. Um, but
0: I, I've probably had equal enjoyment in some ways now i think wwe's highs have been higher but in terms of like the matches i'm watching from each yeah impact gives me a good base i'm not not watching the bully race stuff so it's like but like you know they've made stars this year steve macklin's a guy that i never thought i'd enjoy love the dude think he's great think he's a star in the making um the X-Division, I've said it all year, it's one of the best parts of wrestling for me most of the time. And now I'm going to have my problems with the X-Division after as I talk about the show. But there's a lot to like because they have good relationships. They have good roster members. There's still things I wish they would fix. Mm-hmm. But like you said, keep it at arm's length and you can enjoy Impact for the most part.
1: Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about that main event. The main event, of course, was, and we'll quickly go through it since I was the only one that watched it, uh, time reasons, you know, sleep reasons. Uh, Impact World Champion Josh Alexander uh, defeated Frankie Kazarian to retain that World Championship. Uh, Match is getting a lot of praise. I don't think I'm as high as it as others were, uh, you no. never are. Uh, I
0: don't. I never. Saw, I couldn't. I couldn't begin to tell you if it, the praise is ridiculous or not. That's fair.
1: But uh, this match was really good. You know, it. I. It's. It's the classic. The reason I think I'm down on them more than other people is because Impact main event had the classic thing of five less minutes. That's all I ask, Just five less uh, minutes. Oh yeah. Is was, th- was I think it was like a thirty-two minute match here. Yeah, thirty-three minute match here. I get that. So you know, a little long for my liking. Um, just you know, the sweet spot, right? Slightly sub thirty—that sweet spot for me. So it just you know, but that's but that's my own personal taste. But other than that, this match was great work. Uh, really hard hitting, really well worked psychology in the match. It was good. It was very good. Frankie did a great job. He he punched uh uh Josh Alexander so hard that his headgear came off. Um, so that was fun. Josh
0: has been
1: excellent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's really good. He's really good. And I thought Kazarian was a really good ring general to bring out more of that in Josh Alexander. Uh, really well worked from these guys, just knocking knocking each other a little. There was that little bit there, you know, the story is that, you know, the, the, the dual stories they've actually been telling, the yin and yang sort of stories they've been telling with uh, Frankie Kazarian and Bully Ray is a uh, both guys saying that they want to do everything they're doing with with well with respect and honor and being doing things the right way and when Kazarian got to the mat you know he 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 had an opportunity to maybe win this match the referee was down uh they're on the outside he Frankie Kazarian was oh, holding some the belt
0: down this weekend
1: yeah <laughs> yeah the Frankie Kazarian was holding the belt like I could knock out Josh Alexander and win this right now. And he was really struggling with it. He decided against it, pushed him back in the ring. They fought a little bit more and ultimately Frankie Kazarian lost. Uh, so he was very frustrated about that, but it, he ultimately, Josh and him shared a signature of respect. Um, so it was very well worked, well, good match. That yin-yang aspect I spoke about, you know, you have Frankie Kazarian think about it, struggle with it, and ultimately decide, no, I am going to do it the right way. Bully Ray cut an interview right before this match saying that, you know, I'm going to do things the right way. I'm going to, you know, I'm giving my intention. Call your shot. I'm calling it hard to kill. That's my intention. Whoever wins this match. After the match, Bully Ray comes out, says it was a well-worked match, a really great match between Josh Alexander and Frankie Kazarian. Uh, Very respectful, does things the right way. Uh, 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 Josh Alexander goes to celebrate with his, his, his son, celebrate with his wife. Bully Ray turns heel. Bully Ray comes over, side swipes Josh Alexander, uh, and beats up Josh Alexander, um, for, for a bit. Um, uh, he then, uh, zip tied Josh Alexander to the bottom rope, uh, then pulled Josh and Alexander, Josh Alexander's wife over the guardrail. And, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, you know, why, you know, did all that stuff, uh, Alexander did break freeze, so that was cool, uh, but yeah, no, uh, Bully Ray turned full on heel, full on ass, uh, here, um, and uh, yeah, that's our hard to kill main event, folks, in January. So, get this into it.
0: Is why you can't tell people to go watch it back. <laughs>
1: It really is, because they're going to see this and laugh at you. Have a have a currently a nine-star, no, not nine-star, nine-point-something rated match on Cage Match, and then the main event angle afterwards is bull. Right, it's
0: almost like I can't tell you while to watch it, because you're going to see that and be like, what did, what did you just make me do?
1: Well, it's, um, it's also the frustration of Josh Alexander currently. The story with the guy right now is he has been going through impact quote-unquote legends, uh for the past little bit he is they're presenting him as the future of impact beaten uh, moose doesn't really count but beating uh frankie gazarian daniels <laughs> um and part of that lineage sadly is bully ray and he's the Give next person sabin, sabin is, is is the part of that history shelly um ishii did he beat shelly i think yeah he did beat shelly uh ishii is part of, he part of that lineage um no that was just for fun yeah but uh you know this idea of you know he's going through the lineage of impact uh that is available right now and sadly bully ray is also available and part of that lineage so to be able to tell the story with josh alexander for some reason we have to go down the bully ray road and will we will i be there at hard to kill live we'll find out (laughs) The credit I will
0: give Josh Alexander is that he's made the best of matches I've doubted him in. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. not doubted him, but doubted the match, right? Yeah. So I, I, I had doubt heading into that Eric Young match. That was really good. I had doubt going to that Eddie Edwards match. Thought that was one of the best Impact matches of the year. That was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, because I hadn't seen Eddie be Eddie in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm sure I'll feel the same way after this Frankie Kazarian match. It's just, yeah, he's he is a almost designed like a puro world champion. Yes, in the way that his matches go. But man, does he not have that much help? <laughs> if that makes sense, like
1: yeah, the irony of it him going use, through the lineage of Impact Wrestling roster is anyone beyond they don't that use
0: is, their roster. That's their problem. Yeah, they'll always be there.
1: Well, they're they're intending for his Josh Alexander's journey to be, you know, going through this group of guys, yeah. uh, going through that history, going through that lineage. But while you're doing that, you're, you know, you're doing basically monster of the week for Josh Alexander. But who's the next guy? Right. This is all great and cool and stuff, but eventually you have to have a next guy. And who's who's that guy? Who's that guy in Impact? Who's... It should be Steve Macklin. I agree, but he lost and lost the Call Your Shot Gauntlet to Bully Ray, and he's now feuding with like Tommy Dreamer. So I don't. He's on ice right now. You know, he's on ice right now. So he he should have been. He should be the guy being built up to beat Josh.
0: I think he will be. Mm-hmm. But putting him on ice is always risky, and they did that with Josh too.
1: They put Josh on ice. I did. I did. It is what it is. <sighs> is, is. Uh, Semi-main event Impact Knockouts Championship match. Jordan Grace defeated Masha Somovich in a last knockout standing match to retain the title.
0: Hell of a weekend for women's wrestling, folks. Hell of a weekend. You know, I, I haven't I didn't talk about uh, Gold Rush, but you know, Stardom did their damn thing. Uh, we talked about Tony Storm, Jamie Hader doing the damn thing. Jordan Grace and Mosh Slamovich did the damn thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great last woman standing match. Last You and me have talked about this recently. Like last These last person standing matches usually stink or are just not creative anymore. You know what they did? You know what they did, Ryan? They just beat the crap out of each other, and that's how the match ended. <laughs> that, like, that's what they did. Very simple. Um, the muscle buster through the door insanity masha the only problem i have with this match is that they didn't put the title on masha Mm -hmm. my only problem because now it's like oh you built her up and then you just push her to the side uh masha's so good she's so good
1: they put her to the side but i think this feud has given her enough she's still like a rookie baby face Maybe, yeah. She's going to be a
0: babyface champion,
1: I think, now. She's still a rookie very much in the impact audience's eyes. So I think this yeah. match proved enough she of sure her. Does. You know, because right before this, she was feuding with Madison Rain, Tenille Dashwood, and Giselle Shaw. You know, so two I think them gone. two of them are gone. So I think this idea of like, we're, you know, this was a, a feud to help establish Masha Slamovich yeah. to the audience.
0: And losing last one standing isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. especially they've the... had, Supposedly, they've had three fantastic matches now, because the PWG one supposedly was even better than uh, the Blown for Glory one, per Dave.
1: I'll be the judge of that, Dave. What do you know about matches, Dave? Um... You might know something. I don't know. <laughs> you might have an I don't idea. Know.
0: Uh, But these two have great chemistry. Jordan Grace has really improved mm-hmm. as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I mean the sad part is the the road is to Mickey James versus Jordan Grace, which is just ridiculous, but whatever
1: yeah yeah we'll we'll see, see Nick we... Aldis in this company, huh ooh that's Nick Aldis versus Josh Alexander maybe that's the move that makes sense maybe Nick Aldis is the move race for impact
0: that's uh one of the shows i one of the podcasts I listen to weekly with uh j d right like I mean, yeah. yeah, um they're really, really good. They, that's how I keep up with Impact now because mm-hmm. I'm not watching TV shows, obviously. But they—they're really good because they tell me what's good and what's bad. Because mm-hmm. they don't, you know, they're not going to just sit there and be like Impact saviors or whatever. Um, but they were talking. They brought up the Nick Aldis thing and how he could be that guy for um, for Josh since there's no big clear heel uh, to beat him. And I was like, that—that that is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. As Nick Aldis, though, not as Magnus.
1: He comes in <laughs> as nick Aldis. yeah no you come in, i don't think they'll be doing the magnus giving <laughs> nick aldous rudis magnus uh next up down the card trey miguel defeated black taurus to officially end the tournament for the impact x division title so it is trey miguel your new x division champion uh you know this tournament really showcased the greatness that black taurus is uh and for some reason that trey miguel again I don't know why. I don't know why. But he turned heel. That's that's why, I guess. What do you think? You deflated. <laughs> I was very deflated, man. You
0: deflated I, I so I didn't I didn't get to watch the match live or anything. I had to I saw the graphic and I was like What? Yeah. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> Yeah. i was like why you had you had it perfectly built
2: and then you did that
0: and then i saw how And i was like really those matches was be really good and then it just sunk it sunk when they did the way they did i was like "Ugh."
1: yeah the taurus. the finish there was uh trey miguel spray painting the eyes of taurus uh and getting the win taurus. there and that i mean spiral
0: it feels like the end goal is to crown him Maybe. I think. Maybe. I don't really know. This is impact. I, I can't stress that enough. I never really know what the end goal is. But it should be. It should be. Mm-hmm. Um he's a stud, man. He's an absolute stud. And you know, Trey's been good. Yeah, you know, I, I watched a couple Trey matches this pat randomly. Um this past week. I watched Trey versus Swerve. Sure. I don't know that oh, probably a revolver sure. match. I don't think it was Trey versus Swerve. Okay. Swerve-faced Myron Reed. Never mind. Wrong rascal. Um, <laughs> that was great. Uh, let's train someone. Oh, Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley. Yeah. That oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah. And that's what's weird. Uh, they had a lot of falls. In <laughs> yeah, because
1: they had an Iron Man match and Revolver, right? Yeah. It was like a 30-minute match. Man. Yeah, like, they had like 10 total falls in the
0: last 10 minutes. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, I watched a lot of Rascals matches recently, and I do have to say he's improved a lot um yeah. as an overall wrestler. So
1: like him as champion is not a bad thing. It's just
0: See, I've seen it.
1: Yeah, you know there is it's a different skin obviously because he's now heel uh so it's interesting. You know, I don't think he's been heel for maybe his entire Impact run. I don't recall the Rascals ever being heels. Um no. they I also learned they never won tag titles
0: and I'm stunned. No, never did. That's, uh, that's that's criminal
1: yeah no yeah um yeah no I, I think just this idea of you know we're we're gonna try something new here with trey miguel and we'll see if it pans out we'll see how it works you know maybe eventually taurus wins a title who the heck knows i think this tournament ultimately elevated taurus a little bit but um you know they went with trey miguel so you know, yeah, it is what it is uh moving right along, uh, because we're running out of time here. Uh it was Impact World tag team title match. Uh Heath and Rhino defeated the major Didn't players, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. It was not too it was well worked, but it was nothing too uh crazy. <laughs> was nothing too I was not into it. It was well worked, but I was like, alright, this was totally, totally fine. Nothing that I came away with that was uh uh you know very exciting. Um next match. Which was Mickey James versus Taylor Wilde. Did you watch this one? No. Okay, good. This, uh, I didn't really like this one as well. I thought it was fine. You know, we're continuing the last ride with Mickey James, uh, and she was able to get the win here. I think the more interesting thing was the post-match where Deanna Perrazzo walked out to the ring and said that James, uh, wasn't in impact, a better than knockouts division, division, that she was basically selfish. And she wanna make it all about her by doing this whole last ride thing. You know, she blamed Mickey James for causing Chelsea Green, her friend, to leave. Uh, mm. and that James was the one person that she had never beaten. So she is looking to end the career of Mickey James. So Dion Perrazzo versus Mickey James is coming up down the line. Maybe that's hard to kill. And, you know, maybe I'm into watching that live. So We'll see. Why is Deanna still in this company? I don't know. It does look like if we're doing this that maybe she's staying in this company. Or maybe she'll leave after the this match. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. I don't it know. I don't know what the plan like, is. She
0: felt AEW bound to me. But,
1: yeah, I mean, I guess you know, the question is. marry
0: Steve Macklin.
1: She did marry Steve yeah. Macklin, so that was part of it. I mean, I guess there are spoilers out there, because uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they did a taping. Uh, uh, I don't actually see any spoilers, so I don't. maybe they didn't actually do a taping. Uh, maybe I was wrong. They did a recording. I That's what I thought they did, but I can't see it anywhere. Uh, knockouts world tag team champions championed the Death Dolls. Dolls, Ty Valkyrie and Jessica uh, defeated Tasha Steele and Savannah Evans. Scotty, did you watch this one? No. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Uh, if you want to see a match that makes Ty Valkyrie look good, watch this one. But all right, she's, Taya Valkyrie was the <laughs> best person in this match. Is what I'm going to say. That oh, that's uh... Tasha Steele I didn't think was that good. Savannah that's Evans. A Savannah Evans is not that good. Jessica is, is is not good. And then the opening match, I can I'm shocked that you might not have watched this, Scotty. A tables match between Moose and Bully Ray. I saw it. I was like, "There's no way. Yeah, there's
0: no way. There's no way I could do it."
1: It your it was your classic Bully Ray booking and match layout of her tables match. You know the the finish, clo- you know closing finish area was uh, uh you know uh moose uh moved ray and basically At least consistent. yeah basically uh bully ray fell into a, a table and it broke but the referee didn't count it because moose wasn't the agitator really in causing bully ray uh to do it cuz if anything if anyone love the thing that bully ray loves about matches is technicalities and the technicality of moose not really Being the one to put uh, Bully Ray through the table is what caused Moose to think he won, but ultimately he didn't, and ultimately Bully Ray put Moose through a table. Uh, Because that's what's what's the best about wrestling matches are when you have to stop the match halfway through and argue about a technicality um, about the rules. Because that's what we all love. We all love rules. We're big rule heads in wrestling uh, at the end of the day big 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 rule heads that's what i love you, you know you hold hold that tag rope how dare you um you know oh, you didn't push up to the table that doesn't count uh oh she got in a nine she didn't get in a nine ten no oh, she got counted out you know no, it didn't count um oh yeah you don't have your manager's license oh you can't be here um yeah you know technicalities and rules we all live and breathe by them you know we're all into overdrive mode with rules is that fun? Is that impact? I think that's it for the show as well, Scotty. Yeah, let's wrap it up. <sighs> let's wrap it up. Um, trying to find
0: your impact tapings. There's, yeah, maybe no
1: one, they didn't no have it. Most of them. You did find it most of them. To
0: ha- it was supposed to happen the night of. All uh, full gear, but yeah,
1: full gear. Uh, there was not a match I much. actually didn't watch that I figured, I believe you watched, so I just want to get your thoughts on it. And it was the tag match on the pre-show, Motor City Machine Guns versus Bullet Club, Chris Bay, and Ace Austin's. If I'm not mistaken, I believe you watched this one.
0: I did. Both teams were really good, so this was a lot of fun for the... Like, It wasn't long, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but Motor City Machine Guns really good. The Bullet Club duo was really good. Need more of them... Uh, being good i think they actually got a title match from this which was supposed to be on the tapings as well
1: i believe so i believe they got a title match out of this as well um because they were sitting ringside during the world tag title match with heath and rhino so i think you're right i think they did get a uh, sort of title match out of this if i'm not mistaken
0: all right let's wrap it up
1: yeah, that is it for this week's episode of Ring Post Radio Nights. Thank you, everybody, for listening to it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, on social media. Follow me at Ryan Nightsy, follow Scotty at Scott E Wrestling, follow the whole program at Countout Pod. We got a bunch of other great shows on the network. Uh, so go check out all of them on the Countout Wrestling Podcast Network. Uh, Ring Post Radio is wherever you get podcasts. You can subscribe to it. Please, we'd greatly appreciate it if you can subscribe to make sure you get the show every time it hits your feed. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash count pod. If you want to hear our AEW full gear thoughts immediately after it happened, you can listen to them on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash count pod. Again, it's available on all tiers, $1, $5, $10. You can listen to our thoughts there, but obviously you get a lot more stuff at the $5 tier, a lot more stuff in the $10 tier. Uh $1 tier is just a little, little sexy little preview. Is that something? I don't like sexy little preview. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little tease for that. I guess it's a sexy little preview is a tease. Um. Anyways, Scotty, uh, any plugs for the fine folks at home, and what was your match of the week that we didn't discuss, so good luck, bud. Match of the week, uh, Sherry versus Tommy
0: from Gold Rush, easily. Um, maybe my second favorite match they've ever had. Mm-hmm. Actually, definitely my second favorite match they've ever had behind the big one which is impressive um plugging just follow me at scott e wrestling i have some interviews coming out
1: and oh we lost your audio just that last bit there i don't know what happened there
0: i accidentally pressed the space bar so um yeah well that's it goodbye so long
1: Well, I was also going to say, uh, uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, just in case. Ah, yeah.
0: Twitter (laughs) explodes.
1: Yeah. Do you want to plug your Instagram? Do you know what their uh, Instagram handle is? It's the same exact thing as Twitter. Scott E. Wrestling. Yeah, We're on Instagram. Countout Network is where we're at on Instagram. Um, Yeah, no. Uh, My Match of the Week. uh, I've basically plugged the whole shows, but my Match of the Week uh, this will be a slight plug, but also a good match of the week here. Um, uh, I've been really enjoying um, the Wrestling One Hundred One article series coming from Voices of Wrestling, or basically the going over um, the matches that are not necessarily the best matches in the world, but are some of the most pivotal, important matches as a wrestling fan to sort of get that scope of wrestling fandom. Um, I really enjoy stuff like that. You know, top ten articles are fine and all, but having that sort of like, oh, here's a match that you should watch that felt very important at the time. And I watched one of those matches, and I greatly enjoyed it. It was a, a big fight series. Two night. This is a 1981 New Japan match, Scotty. It was a gauntlet match, five on five gauntlet match. On one side, you have the heels: Animal Ham- Hamaguchi, Isamu Teranishi, Tar- Tar- Kunyaka Kobayashi. Uh, Yoshiaki Yatsu and Ricky Choshu taking on the team of Yoshiaki Fujiwara, Tatsumi Fujinami, Nobuhiko Takaida, Kengo Kimura, and of course, the great one, Antonio Inoki. Uh, It was a fantastic um, gauntlet match, Scotty. I will tell you this much, for it being 65 minutes long, you will not believe that how the, the audience, this 1981 audience, was completely into it the entire 65 minutes yeah,
0: completely on board old, i've seen some old matches that are about an hour where the crowd's just absolutely out of their minds
1: yeah every wrestler Back did their every wrestler did their job perfectly um it's not i should say it's not on new japan world the finals of it the final one-on-one match which is ricky choshu versus Anoki, which is also a very good one-off aspect of this match mm. that's on new japan world the full one is out there, You has got to do some searching. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a very, very, very good match, very great match. So, definitely go check that one out if you got a moment. But that is it for everyone here at Ring Post Wrestling. I was gonna say Scott, gonna do everything for us here at Scotty Edwards um that's gonna be everybody thing well thank you everybody for listening to ring post radio we appreciate it very much next week we'll be back with an all new episode reviewing survivor series um previewing nothing i think uh i have to upload, update my events page i think it's what really is next week i, think, I think, think really all we have on the docket right now is survivor series so you know we'll get the correspondence from scotty in the room um, but, uh
0: thanksgiving
1: dynamite yeah thing oh we do have a thing we do have the thanksgiving dynamite we have, dynamite. Baby. We
0: have anytime we... we don't have something we just like
1: oh you know we'll talk about that yeah <laughs> it, it tends to be a good thing to talk about and this week tend looking like it's a good thing to talk about uh so Literally, we might talk we about that it. there we go but uh thank you everybody for listening we'll see you all next week goodbye everybody what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas